Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hold space for yourself. Hold space for the team. Hold space for the collective. Aloha, multidimensional beings, shifters from all across the globe. Thank you once again for joining another very exciting, inspirational, and educational episode of Paradigm Shift Central Team Building Circle here tonight, live on April 26, 2018. And of course, my name is Brendan, aka Skull Babylon, aka Skull the Wolf. Happy to have you here with us once again for what will be another inspirational, as I said, heart opening, mind expanding, and just another opportunity for us to be able to come together as a collective, to be able to check in, to see where we're at, to be able to share stories in terms of how the paradigms are continuing to shift, how we are continuing to shift on an individual level, and how we are shifting as a collective as well. So I'm joined here tonight by our very special friend, Michelle. So Michelle, let's uh, do this as we usually do by making some noise and sending some love out there to all the people who are tuned in. So let's make some noise, Michelle. <laughs> awesome thank you very much michelle sweet all right so to begin this broadcast we'll just go over it with the uh, quick introductions and then um yeah you know there's a lot there's a lot that's going on and uh we'll get into that in a second so for those of you who may be entirely new to this paradigm shift central is a real world interactive game to help shift consciousness and part of the way how you play that game is by continuing to work on yourself by continuing to go out there to collectively help plant seeds to be able to help assist with the shift by building physical paradigm shift communities by creating conscious media through the main website and by continuing to just do what you can to be able to help choose to be the change that you wish to see in the world and as you level yourself up you continue to add to that bigger story so doing this through the project is something that we've been doing for quite a while and once again we are here tonight for very good reasons and and i will say that off the start you know like it's important for me to just be here in my own breath and you know when i do these broadcasts i don't always know what's going to come out i don't always know what will be talked about but this is a space for consciousness to be able to just again, you know, whatever needs to be talked about will be talked about. And we'll kind of get right into it um, relative to a couple updates that I do want to be able to share. And we'll do those uh, a little bit later in the broadcast. But yeah, just bear with me because, you know, like when I was like getting into this broadcast, I was kind of in a head, I was kind of in a mind space where I was just like, I was just like, you know, I'm like, oh, I could, I could feel a part of me that was like having some resistance to, to even doing the broadcast. And that was just relative to the fact that I'm working through my own growth right now. And it's important for me to be able to show up for these broadcasts and knowing that, yes, this is for myself, but knowing that what we are creating here is something for the team. And I know in the past when we've done these, there's always been, there have been some cases where, you know, I've, I've kind of been in a similar situation where I've just been like feeling the feel, so to speak. But then I know that in in doing these broadcasts, it not only helps me, but it helps others. It gives people a chance to connect. It creates that circle for community. And there's a lot of healing that is taking place. There's a lot of deep lessons that are that are unfolding right now within the collective. So 
let me just kind of let me just kind of think for a second um before we even go anywhere let's just take a moment here to just like anchor into our breath and and we'll do that first so um I was going to see again, I'm just kind of like in this mindset, I was going to be like, oh, sorry if like the vibes tonight aren't like super like, whoa, super hyper and because like, believe me, I love bringing you guys those vibes. I love bringing the vibes where I'm like turning this into a festival and it's just like a party and everything like that. And it is, it is a party because this party is is about our transformation. And so what I wanted to be able to do tonight, I wanted to be able to talk a little bit about, about our own our own personal transformations that, that we are going through. And of course we are on the precipice of a new full moon and, and this is a very big full moon. And, and I put up a post about it the other day and it was just one of those uh, general astrology reports and everything. And this one is a lot to do, a lot to do with letting go, a lot to do with like healing from the pain um, and being empowered through the pain, being able to see the lessons uh, within the pain and, and, that's something that um, has definitely been like a lesson that I've been going through on my end. And I am honored to be able to share with you as we go through this broadcast, some of like what those lessons have been, as well as being able to remind you that like, yeah, like if you're going through your own journeys, if you're going through like your own growth and everything, know that <clears throat> there's a reason for it. And you are experiencing something that is like part of a bigger story and together when we kind of like step back to be able to look at that bigger picture it's going to help us find a little bit more of that reason a little bit more of that understanding a little bit more of that wisdom in terms of like not only why things are happening to us but also how to be able to shift our perspectives to be able to learn the lessons the best way we can to be able to move forward and to be able to turn our own to be able to like receive the medicine that is being given to us through these powerful lessons and so um let me just start off by by sharing just kind of like some of the uh, exciting news before we even get too deep into that, um, just in terms of like relative updates, because within the broadcast, within these broadcasts, what we usually do, we usually create space to just allow shifters to be able to share some of the things that they've been up to, some of the things that they've been doing to be able to help assist the shifts, shifts to help assist shifting the paradigms where they are. So let me just tell you a quick story and then we're going to pass it over to Michelle, who again, I'm super grateful to have here and uh, our good friend Byron is going to be joining and we got a couple other people who are going to be joining uh, in a little bit in the near future. And so, um, and again, if anybody else wants to join, if you're already a member on the main profile with you, if you already have a profile on the main website, you can join as well. Uh, we include the links into the video. So if you go to live.paradigmscentral.com forward slash join hangout, you'll be able to get the link to be able to join the hangout as well. And, um, I will say that I don't think this is going to be like a super long broadcast, but nonetheless, we are here and, um, yeah, let's 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 make the most of this. Let's do ceremony with this and um let's sink into that place of just like intentional meditation as I said again. I know, I know I'm kind of in this place where it's just like I can feel myself like I'm like overthinking things. I'm like trying to believe me, I've been doing this for years but I'm still learning how to do it. So <laughs> let's just start off by meditating and just anchoring ourselves into that space. So just inviting you in this moment to just join by closing your eyes. Relaxing your breath, relaxing your shoulders, relaxing your body, just connecting with your breath in this moment. So just gentle inhales through the nose, gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. Again, gentle inhales through the nose. 
Gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. Let's take one more nice slow breath here as you allow yourself to just bring your awareness into your heart. Continue to breathe, just bringing in that wisdom, knowing that everything is unfolding exactly as it should, exactly as it needs to, in order for us to be able to receive the lessons that are essential towards our growth individually and collectively. So I thank you. I honor you. Thank you so much for being here. Okay. So with that said, let me just share... Um, some really exciting news that that was uh, some of my shiftivism adventures from over the weekend. And some of you might have seen a post that I put up about this not too long ago. And then from there, we'll pass the talking stick around. Uh, we do have Christina who has joined us and we do have Michelle. And um, yeah, what we're going to be talking about as we kind of get going is, um, yeah, like just the the lesson, like from my own experience, I want to be able to share without being without having to get too personal what I've been learning through my own uh, like heartbreak experiences, but also again, that idea that your heart doesn't break, it only breaks open and how that in itself is actually a path to empowerment and self-love. So for anybody who may be going through something similar, stay tuned for that. And, um, yeah, and, and, and they're going to help me co-create this as well. So again, like <laughs> I'm trying to take, I'm trying to like take the weight off my shoulders and, and, and it's grateful to have other pillars here who are holding up this space with me because, um, yeah, sometimes I can get too much in my head and I can feel myself doing it now. So thank you, you guys for like helping me do this. <laughs> okay, let's do this. All right. On the weekend, uh, on Saturday, last Saturday was a very exciting time. And that was actually the Holly Festival that was happening here in London, Ontario, Canada. And so the Holly Festival, those of you who might have seen in the past, I've made videos of this. We were doing free hugs down there. And um, that's always an exciting event. So the Holly Festival is like the Indian festival of spring and celebration. And it's that festival where they have like the color and they throw the color around. It's like that paint color. And you see people when they're dancing and they're celebrating and it's all about just like unity. It's all about life. And it's just like a super high vibrational event. While we were there, obviously I was doing my regular routine of giving out free hugs, giving out shift, like giving out lots of free hug signs to other people and just kind of like creating that ripple effect. And it was really exciting to be able to do this. And that in itself is an awesome story. Just that like because I've done that before and I know how effective that is and each time you like give those free hug signs out to people you know that those people are going to like take those free hug signs with them and they're going to continue like passing those on throughout their community one thing in particular that was really exciting is that while we were there and this is what I put up a post about uh, there was one young girl uh, Miriam who actually came up to me and she had her own free hug sign and so she was there with her sister I believe and both of them came up to me and she said to me she's, she came up to me and she was like I've seen your videos on the internet and I was inspired by seeing your videos so I came here today with my own free hug sign because I wanted to do it too and so like in that moment it was just like a really heart opening moment for me because I was just, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to happen, but it just kind of allowed me to kind of step back and to sort of be like, this is it. Like, this is why we do it. Like, this is, this is like 
the the seeds that we are planting in action growing right in front of us. And so it was just a really, really heart opening moment with me and Miriam. And, you know, I was just like, literally just kind of like down on her level. And I and I was just telling her how proud I was of her. And and it, just how genuinely just like amazed and, and how heartfelt it was for me to be in that moment. And so, uh, of course, I, I gave her uh, one of like the the laminated free hug signs that we had to like add to her collection. And she like got a shift button as well out of it. And um, yeah, and then we like put up that post and then her like sister saw it as well and then they were just and a lot of people really liked it and everything and so that in itself was just a, a really powerful moment um and i just want to be able to share that with you because again it's just within this project we want to be able to encourage people as to what type of difference they can make within the world and so when we're doing things like free hugs when we're just leading by example regardless of anybody is even watching all of that matters all of that is seen and it's really amazing to know how far that ripple effect can go so shout out to Miriam, shout out to everybody who was at Holly Festival. Uh, that was an amazing experience. If you want to check out the live video that we have, uh, I posted it up on my YouTube channel. You can check it out there. And there was like other young kids doing free hugs too. So like after we started hanging out, handing out the free hug signs, there was, there was literally several I, like I, babies, literally babies, like kids who are no older than two years old who are doing free hugs. And you'll actually see this within the live video that I posted of this like one little kid and everyone was just like, oh my God, it was so amazing. So uh, that was really special in itself. So um, with that said, um, yeah, other updates that I wanted to mention, and uh, maybe I'll talk about this a little bit later on, but for those of you who are interested, I'm starting to feel the call towards moving into one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching sessions. I don't have too, too much to say within that at this point, but the one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions are something that I want to open up for people in the community. For those who find value in being able to have someone to talk to, to be able to reflect and look back at themselves, to be able to begin to gain more clarity about like their own dreams and aspirations to tap into their own empowerment and so one-on-one -on -one, like life coaching is something that i've just naturally kind of like been moving myself towards and um yeah there's been like a lot of synchronicities happening within my life that are kind of like pointing me towards that direction and that will be another way to be of service for the community and i want to be able to provide those as like a pay what you wish uh donation base as well as something that people like it would be like for free as well as a pay what you wish or at least for starters they will be for free and then eventually like other people will be able to do them as like the pay what you wish and everything like that because it will be another model for me to be able to earn revenue and to be able to continue to support myself through the work that we are doing within the community so that was another thing that i wanted to mention as well um yeah and there's other updates and stuff like that but i'll share those with you a little bit later so with that said again i'm just i'm trying i'm being kind to myself right now because i can feel myself i'm like putting this pressure on myself and and i know believe me like within this project it's really important for me to be able to show up as best as i can for you guys and that's kind of been the mindset that i've been in in the last couple of weeks is that like through my own catharsis that has been happening um which we'll talk about in a bit it's really pointing me into this direction of knowing that in order for paradigm shift central to be the best that it can be it really means that i have to be the best that it can be so um that's something that i really just want to reiterate to, to remind myself that it's something that i am committed to to be able to also share that with you so that is like really what i'm moving towards uh within my life right now is that like yeah there may be days that it might be like harder and stuff like that but it's about being able to constantly persevere uh, as well as uh constantly being able to like tap into our own flexibility and resilience so um 
Let me take a break from talking for a second and uh, reminding myself that this is all just practice. So let's check in with uh, Michelle. And we do have Christina here and we do have uh, Byron here as well. So, Michelle, if you're ready, I'm going to pass the talking stick over to you. And um, you're going to just say a little bit about anything that you would like to bring to the circle. And um, yeah, let's kind of like begin to set this up with the idea of what are the lessons that we are going through within the collective. And and then from there, I'll kind of bounce back in with um, some of my own uh, personal experiences and, and how those have uh, led to um, a greater sense of self-empowerment for myself. So Michelle, I'm going to bring up your microphone real quick. And when you're ready, you can go ahead. So thank you, Michelle. And thank you everyone for being here. So Michelle, go right ahead. Thank you, Skull. Um, let's see. I Let's see what words are going to come through tonight for me to say. Um, actually, I wanted to share something that I've been working on for the community that I was working on today um, for yoga ritual. And then maybe I can talk about lessons if they come up and come through, because I know I'll have a lot to add before. But when you asked that, I was like, oh, that's a lot to say. I don't, I didn't know if I wanted to start there, but I wanted to start with like this piece of wisdom that I was working on um, all day sitting at the creek, which is something that is really powerful for me because I, um, and it, there, you know, there's a challenge in it. Like, like I teach yoga classes like once in a while, it's not consistent. And that kind of is something that I wrestle with. Like the consistency of my offerings has been like a thing. And for those of you who have known me for the years that I've been doing this broadcast, you've seen that, you know, this in and out. Um, but what is really beautiful so you know i guess i guess that's cool it's like we're talking about like our challenges and then and then what that brings into empowerment so it's a scorpio full moon so i am a scorpio and this time is always like a really beautiful time for me april may when it's the opposite polarity the taurian energy and it's always this big transformational time for me especially i think because it's like the polar opposite and i'm learning a lot right now about evolutionary astrology and evolutionary astrology is taught by this guy, Jeffrey Wolf Green, but Kai Pacha, and um, who I'm, I know I've mentioned on this broadcast, who does the Pele Report and his whole tribe of new paradigm astrology community. The trick with evolutionary astrology is that we are like certain signs, um, like we all have Pluto in a certain sign or we all have our sun sign, but the pole, what happens, and this is alchemy, this is like straight up alchemy and life. And this will probably go into our talk about like what's been challenging us is because with masculine and feminine energy, with any polarity of consciousness, there are the two poles and then the transcendence happens at the third place. So if you have two people in a relationship, there are two people who are assigned together to be partners and they have their walk to do together. But only when the relationship is whole, Marianne Williamson says something about like when the relationship is holy, it's when there's a third point and that third point is obviously God, is God or like a higher power. And those two beings are connected first primarily to that higher power. And then together they walk toward to that higher power together to God. And it's the same thing with astrology, the polarities of like my son Scorpio and its opposite Taurus. Scorpio, um, which is a lot about the challenges that I've experienced over this last year as I came to Boulder, I met a soulmate and I really, who really brought out parts of me that were uncooked. Um, and a lot of what I've really just recently been told to by my astrologer coach person, somebody in the new paradigm community is Scorpio can have a tendency to, we love emotional intimacy, crave it and can get addicted to it. So there's this 
codependency that comes up with Scorpio of like needing the other, like wanting so much to infuse into another partner, into another being that it gets like too much and nobody grows. Like, you know, it can get like stagnant energy in that way because it's, it's too obsessive. It's too intense. Now there's a, the other side of that coin is like, you're a powerhouse, you know, you have so much voltage to give and to offer to whatever you put that voltage into and you have to learn to discern and to like be self-sufficient which is the polarity Taurus is this like I am my own mom I am my own dad I am my own nurturer I can take care of myself I do not need another person to complete me and so you don't want to be two in one threshold or two in another threshold you want to be at that place where there's freedom which is the center and then there's transcendence um I love this I love never knowing what's going to come through and then I just talk and that's beautiful. So that, I don't even remember how I got started on talking about that, but um, on another, another, if you want to say something still, that's cool. Unless like I could just keep talking and go into this. Is that cool? You want me to just, I'll just change. So about the yoga ritual thing, um, what had happened was, you know, I was feeling very called to do, to teach more and to hold space. Hmm. Hold on. And to, um, and like the truth was, is that like, you never know what's going to come through. Like you go to create a class or go, like go to do a podcast or whatever it is. And like what you end up talking about or teaching is not necessarily what you are, are, it's like nothing you could plan. So for this particular class, what has come through is like, so not anything I've read about the Scorpio full moon or doesn't have anything to do with like integrating opposites. Um, I found the Adi Shakti mantra, which is this mantra, um, which I, I could I could sing, um, and it's Adi Shakti, Adi Shakti, Adi Shakti, Namo Namo. It's bowing to the primal or calling on the primal maternal energy force, the primal female energy. And as I was listening to this mantra and tuning into it and like deciding what I wanted to chant, like what, how it would in, be involved in this workshop, I saw like this ancient feminine line, like a lineage of like all grand, like all women and like all the people in my class who are going to attend the class, like say mostly women, usually at yoga classes, it's like primarily female. And I was seeing them like chant the mantra and like do their ritual intentions for clearing, which, which would be a normal yoga ritual is like, you know, you bring your intention and you do the clearing and da da da. But I actually saw like this, imbuement or this calling upon the female energy of the Adi Shakti, like the, the ancient maternal wisdom and how that energy and chanting that mantra with these people heals and drawing the energy of the, like the, the moon itself is like this feminine lunar energy and like how that's all connected. So I saw this very long line of past ancestry and then the chanting and then the connection of the moon and like calling all those forces together. And that was very healing to like the feminine that that would be transmitted out into the world, into consciousness. So that is what came through for this particular yoga ritual, which again, I could not have planned or written. It just like, I heard this mantra and I understood the mantra and I just got the, all of that downloaded. Um, and I, what I wanted to share, um, if you don't mind, if I, if I keep going, you can please chime in and let me know is like just a little paragraph that I wrote today about. Yeah, go about ahead. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. And just um, so, so you know, Michelle, I don't know if your microphone is, I don't know, it's, it's a little bit like. Not good. Staticky. No, I think it, actually that might fix it. I should have mentioned that earlier. So 
Sorry. Is it the, has the whole thing not got, been good? <laughs> it's. I think it's better, but it wasn't even that bad. But yeah, that's good. Okay. okay Brian, I saw his thumb. <laughs> that was so cute. I love his. That's good. Cool. And then, um, just just as a heads up, uh, if Christina or Brian wants to go in the next couple of minutes, just as a heads up, you guys are welcome to. But Michelle, go ahead and finish. Sure. Yeah. And um, I kind of want to chant the mantra before I say this. Feels cool. Um. The mantra is Adi Shakti, Adi Shakti, Adi Shakti, Namo Namo, Sarabha Shakti, Sarab Shakti, Sarabha Shakti, Namo Namo, Pritam Bhagavati, Pritam Bhagavati, Pritam Bhagavati, Namo Namo, Kundalini Mata Shakti, Mata Shakti. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sing it one time and then I'll say this thing. Aha the Shakti, aha the Shakti, aha the Shakti, namo namo. Sarava Shakti, Sarava Shakti, Sarava Shakti. Namo Namo Pritam Bhagavati Pritam Bhagavati Pritam Bhagavati Namo Namo Kundalini Mahata Shakti Mahata Shakti Namo Namo I call on or I bow to the primal female wisdom, the kundalini, the life force, the creative life force that runs through everything. I call on this, I bow to this ancient primal ancestral wisdom. So the primal maternal ancient energy is within our ancestry. It is within ourselves and within society. All that has been also exists in this moment. And as we call in and meditate upon the wisdom of the divine feminine, Shakti, this creative life force energy, the creative and ever-changing aspects of the full moon as it is rising, we bring this creative power through our own lines and into our own lives to heal and restructure any resistance we feel to the creative, nurturing, wrathful, feminine aspects of our own consciousness and universe. Our own connection to heal the goddess energy is within our souls and our very lives, our very bones. As we use our bodies to receive this energy and wisdom and knowing through our consciousness, we open 
to receive the love, the grace, the protection, and the healing that is expressed in the highest frequency of this full moon in the Scorpio constellation. Taking a deep breath and drawing on the elements of fire, earth, water, air, and ether. Aho. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah, man. Thank you. That was, <laughs> that was powerful and, and very happy. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh, is there anything else you'd like to share? Are we ready to pass it over to... Yeah, we can pass to people. Um, yeah. I can't wait to create a dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're going to talk about different things. I think a dialogue would be good tonight. For sure. You know? <laughs> but I will be patient medicine and listening cool. Cool. <laughs> awesome and your microphone's still like a little bit like like staticky or cracking i don't know but it, it didn't yes is this okay this is just the what's it called mm, i don't no, think that it's kind of better but it's not it's not actually better so it's okay <laughs> We might just stick, stick with the headset. That's okay. Okay. All right. We'll 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 get we'll don't worry about it right now. That's no problem. Okay, cool. Um sweet. Well, uh let me just check in real quick and uh I want to be able to possibly pass the talking stick over to Christina next, uh if she would like to. Christina, can you give me a thumbs up if you'd like to do like a little introduction and stuff like that? Sweet. So you can just share a little like just like who you are, where you're like what who what your name is, where you're from, and anything you'd really like to bring to the circle, you know, if you'd like to just practice reflecting on what are some of the lessons that that you're feeling within your own growth and and how you might be able to share what you're learning with uh, with the circle here. So, Christina, so with that said, thank you so much for being here and I'll bring your microphone up and um, go ahead and just say hi. We'll just make sure that your microphone's working okay. Hi. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Sweet. All right. Well, the, the talking stick is in your hands. So thank you for being here and please go right ahead. Hi. So my, I'm Christina. I'm from Chicago, Illinois, USA. And I don't think that I can speak as eloquently as Michelle on my past events that's going on, but kind of just touching on like a little bit of the astrology factor. Like this past Mercury retrograde was absolutely catastrophic for me. And I think that this this pink full moon that's coming up in in Scorpio is this crazy change energy and I've been doing a lot of research on like that and I feel like everything that just happened with this past Mercury retrograde was like it was the bottom it was my bottom at least and then this new moon has this and like with spring coming and everything it just feels like transformation but like for real this time you know what I mean and I've been dealing with a lot of, like, I think it's attachment issues this past year in particular that's been in my focus. Like, what am I attached to? What am I distracting myself with? I'm distracted all the time. And what I think is funny about this full moon is that I've been, the research that I've been doing on it 
something that I pulled up recently that I wanted to share with you guys. It says moon April 2018 astrology focuses on the benefits of the planet Saturn, which are preparedness, steadiness, determination, and final success. And it's interesting because (laughs) the last time I was on a paradigm shift um, live broadcast, I was seven days sober from smoking marijuana, which is something that I am extremely attached to. I fell back off and now here I am again on Paradigm Shift on live broadcast and I'm seven days sober again from marijuana. So second time around and this time it feels it feels like there's no resistance this time. It feels like whatever just happened with this Mercury retrograde, that was so necessary for me to understand what I need to do now. And I just, I feel like I'm ready now. Like, I don't think I was ready before. And now I think I am. And your post recently, Brandon, about like having to feel pain and that, that message is so huge to me these days. Like, I wish I could speak as eloquently as eloquently as you, Michelle, but I can't. So I stutter sometimes. I'm sorry, but um, honestly, that idea that like we cannot distract ourselves or numb ourselves from things that are uncomfortable or maybe things that we don't we don't like so much. We have to fully embrace those as just as real as the good stuff that happens to us. And our culture likes to tell us that we always have to be happy all the time and I think that we've got it all wrong there I think that part of life is experiencing that counterpart and it's absolutely necessary in in just coming to your truth in in general and yeah so that's kind of what I'm dealing with on that end of the spectrum and then I wanted to um kind of make note I'm also a yoga instructor Michelle I just got certified this last year and I started teaching classes every Tuesday night at the gym and it's been like one of it's it is going to be my vehicle to to change this world that's that's all I know in my heart I don't know what I'm gonna do but I know that I'm gonna help people cultivate peace and it's gonna be through this medium and Brendan you were talking about your encounter at the Holly Festival I had kind of an aha this is it moment as well um, a couple weeks ago in one of my classes, I, I set an intention for every one of my classes. And usually I draw my intentions from whatever it is that, like whatever my intuition and my my guides are kind of throwing in my face that week, that's what I draw from. And I speak on that and make sure it's coming from an authentic place and through experience more so, more importantly. And in this particular class, well, first of all, I'd like to preface Um, So the week before that, this lady came into my class. She had to be probably about 30 years old. She was a little bit heavier set woman. She came into my class late and then she left really early, really fast. I didn't get to introduce myself. I didn't get to say hello, nothing. And I noticed throughout my class, she was struggling. You know, I was trying to offer her modifications and all this. I, I was like pondering about her all week, just like thinking, oh my gosh, I don't think that lady's ever coming back to my class. And sure enough, the next week she comes back to my class and I, she came early. So I had an, an opportunity to introduce myself to her. And I, you know, I said, I found out her name and um, she says to me the, the previous week, my intention was all about how, like, forget what your body looks like. We have this preconceived notion in our minds that 
that are that what we look like has something to do with how much we're worth you know like that's common misconception that our worth our worth is determined by our physical appearance so I really focus that class on not trying to make the postures look a certain way but focus more on what they're feeling like instead of what they look like and just all about taking care of your body and taking what you need in that moment and when the lady came back the next week we started talking and she goes I'm sorry I left your class so early I felt like I was about to cry and I was like, are you okay? She goes, yeah, I, I went home and I, and I researched and I realized that that's something that happens after yoga sometimes. And I said, yeah, we do a lot of heart opening and things like that. And sometimes when you open those energy centers in your body, it brings up some uncomfortable feelings. Sometimes you get nauseous. Sometimes you get emotional. I told her I've cried on my mat a million times. It's totally normal. And she goes, I just kept having all these epiphanies during your class last week about how I haven't been treating my body with respect. And, uh, and she just said that she, that was her aha moment that something in her life needed to change. And I was like about to cry. And I was like, okay, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. This right here, this is it for me. And it was just the most rewarding feeling. And I don't, I know this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. And just that knowing is very powerful right now. So yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's really beautiful, Christina. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. I think what you're doing is, is amazing. That's really Thank wonderful. You. Thanks. Can I share, can I share one cool. thing? Christina? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think, I think Michelle has something to say. Let me bring Michelle's mic up. Michelle, go ahead. I do. I just want to say about the marijuana thing that you mentioned in the thing. On the thing. Um, I let that go. And I also wrestled for a very long time, like back and forth. It couldn't, it was so hard to let that go because it was such, it was so ritualistic for me. Yeah. And I used it as like meditation and I used it as like a way to connect to myself and I used it for art and I used it for so many things throughout my twenties. And then when it was time, uh, I think I was like 20 eight or 27 and like I I haven't it's been since I, I'm 34 now and like it, I have not even missed like it's it's once when you know it's time to like step out of that gateway like more beautiful things are on you know and like you find better spirit ways to commune um and it's really important so I just encourage you to like stay as strong as you can because the other thing that I just want to say is what I noticed was like a lot comes up when you let that go and then you have to go through like this period of like dealing with all the unprocessed stuff that happens and this is like for everybody because it's like that's a way that not for it's funny I noticed I was I was even talking about this earlier today some men I noticed can like hang on to that medicine longer but like for certain women like I don't think it suits serves us for whatever reason I don't know why that is um maybe because it's a feminine spirit of the plant but I feel like I feel like we when it's time to when it's time to let it go you know it and it's you're so much better off and like that's yeah that's all I want to say is it it cleans your energy field when you let it go and you feel more clear and that I've feels really been, good. Yeah, I've been like very dissociated lately. And, and what exactly. I realized 
that I need to be I need not to be dissociated. I need to be here now. And, and I, I realized that letting go of that attachment is going to yield me that clarity. And like something else that I realized about plant teachers is when your vibration starts to go higher than the plant teacher, it will only bring you down. And I think that's what's happening inside me right now personally is that that, that understanding was very important for me to know. And not to mention the fact that if, if that's as high by smoking the weed necessary, if that's as high as you're allowing yourself to get, that's as high as you'll ever get. And I realize that I'm, I'm going to be like unveiling a lot of things by taking this, this fog away. And I'm really excited for that. And I've been speaking with a really amazing conscious therapist, which by the way, they're out there, they exist. And if you feel like they're not out there, they, they are out there. You just have to look closely for them and they're not going to diagnose you as a crazy person. And they're, they're not going to put you on medication. They're going to help you through things in a way that resonates. And I found that person for me and he's been a great help in helping me try to connect with my guides. And he's telling me, you know, letting go of these attachments, they're going to make themselves more present to you, your guides. You usually have one or two of them, and they're with you all the time. We don't, we're only able to see 7% of available light. Everything else, it's there, but we can't see it. So I'm personally really excited to shed this part of my old self to get a better relationship with my personal guides and just kind of get more in tune with my dreamscape and get some more messages through that space. And I just, I know that this is something that I needed to do for a really long time. And for once there's not that resistance behind it and it feels really good. So if anybody is like struggling with any kind of addiction or attachment, I mean, and it can be anything. This is addictions and attachments have been like my greatest teacher in my life between my mother, who's now two years sober from alcohol, which is amazingly synchronized with what I'm going through right now in my life. Um, I think that when we distract ourselves from, and I notice it's, it's not just with drugs necessarily. It could be anything. It could be your phone. It could be TV. It could be food. It could be anything. And what we're really doing is distracting ourselves from sitting with ourselves. And if we can learn to sit with ourselves, I think some, I'm not sure what happens yet, but I'm, I'm, I'll let you know. I think some cool stuff happens when you're, when you're able to sit with your own energy. <laughs> Yeah, it comes for me. I mean, I've been practicing that. It comes in waves. Like, I'm stuck. I still distract myself with, like, my own self. You know what I mean? But, like, clarity that you're talking about, the guides, I mean, you nailed it 100%. Like, you evolve so much because your whole universe becomes, like, more vivid in a way. Um, and that's been my experience. So I'm so grateful that you, like, articulated it the way you do. You articulated it perfectly. And I'm so grateful that that ripple is going out into the universe because I didn't know. I just kind of walked and I'm grateful I was listening and I was shown, but like, yay, now people who are receiving that can actually really hear it. Like, no, it's true. Like, yeah. If you're feeling that call, break through that door because you're like, on the you're like, oh, you feel much better. <laughs> you do. Because <laughs> you're listening think, to yourself. Yeah. yeah. 
I think what's really important about habit changing and what I've noticed is that you, you really just, it's about making, you're never going to feel, you're never going to feel like doing the things that you don't want to do. You're never going to feel like it. So stop waiting for the motivation because it's never going to come. What you have to do is white knuckle it long enough until you start to gain momentum. You have to do the things that you wouldn't normally do over and over and over again and and you will gain momentum you just have to you just have to be strong and and I'm like well where am I going to get this strength from how am I going to do this and I saw a quote the other day that was super simple it just said be a light unto yourself and the truth of the matter is is that the strength comes from white knuckling it and then soon you're you're more strong than you were before <laughs> so, yeah. that's awesome that's Sweet. Sweet. That's been the highlight of my life lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, major lessons there. Absolutely. And definitely, yeah. definitely in, in sync again, like kind of like with what we were saying, um, the big, big lessons going around right now are the, are these, uh, the big lessons going around right now are these ideas of like letting go. Um, but then like being able to find empowerment through the process of, of letting go. Um, I still want to get more into talking about, um, some of my own personal experiences and how that kind of even ties in with like what we're talking about within the collective. Um, it's interesting and, and it's just kind of like parallel to this, but yeah, like I've actually like stopped, stopped, uh, smoking weed for the past like several weeks as well. Um, kind of for like my own individual reasons and everything. Uh, for me, it was just kind of like relative to uh, being aware of like, how how it affects uh, like my own dopamine levels and everything. And believe me, like I've worked with cannabis a lot and everything, and, and I still will work with it in the future. Um, but like with where I was at, knowing that I needed to like really focus on healing my heart at that time. Um, I, and, and in the in 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 correspondence to healing my heart uh it required me like just like making uh physical shifts uh within my habits and my day-to-day -day practices and everything and for me it was just kind of this idea of like okay like i've got a lot of work to do like physical like work within paradigm shift and everything but as well as like inner work and everything and it was being aware of like how um, working with cannabis, working with cannabis was like evidently affecting my dopamine levels um, from like, you know, scientifically and everything. And so it's kind of like, you 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 experience the like the enjoyment of like working with it in the moment but then like afterwards like it would be that kind of lethargy that would kind of creep up on you and it's just kind of like oh you know like i'm i'm starting to get a little bit tired of this and i'm starting to become aware of like how that is like affecting my overall productivity um so for me it's been like a beneficial uh practice to be able to take a break from it and it, and it hasn't even been hard for me at least um taking a break from it like hasn't really been too much of a struggle um, in a sense, it, it's been just kind of like a, a nice break from it. And then, you know, like I'll still work with it when it's relative in the future and everything. But yeah, you know, I think it's important for us to be able to look at anything, uh, anything that we have a relationship with and, and to be able to challenge ourselves in terms of being able to understand that. Yeah, as humans, we get addicted to things by nature. Uh, straight up. So what happens when we start getting addicted to things that are actually healthy for us, uh, opposed to things that are going to be like detrimental for us in the long run, so to speak. But again, you know, finding that balance for you is, is what's important and being able to uh, be self actualized enough to be able to take the actions that are going to be the wisest for you in that moment. Um, but yeah, let's, um, oh, I think Mordecai might have actually walked away from the computer. Okay, because we we're going to say uh, we did. Oh, no, Mordecai, Mordecai, give me a thumbs up if you're one uh talk next if you're good to go yeah okay cool um 
and then Brian, I, I know I know you're still here. Mordecai's uh he's new, so we're gonna we're gonna let him go first. And Brian, you're still here too. Okay, cool, awesome, sweet. All right. Um, okay, so we're gonna pass over to Mordecai in a second. Um, yeah, again, what I want to be able to talk about a little bit later as I kind of just like warm myself up to it, because I'm like, do I want to talk about this? But but I put up a post the other day, you know, one of the most important things that we can do is heal from our own pain and show others how to do the same. And so I want to talk a little bit kind of in like a not super specific way about some of the things that I've gone through recently, um, but also how that led to like some super empowering um, experiences for myself. Uh, so we'll get back into that a little bit later. But yeah, it relates to like relationships and heartbreak and all those human things. So feeling the feels here on Paradigm Shift Radio. All right, let's do it. Okay, Mordecai, I'm going to pass it over to you. So again, you can just say who you are, where you're from, and you can just introduce yourself in whatever way you want and bring whatever it is that you would feel you would like to bring to the talking circle tonight relative to maybe lessons that you've been going through, or even if you just want to share a little bit about how you help shift paradigms where you are. So Mordecai, thank you so much for joining. And I'm going to pull your microphone up. And um, go ahead and just just say hello, just so I can make sure your microphone works. Hello, hello. Sounds perfect. All right, okay. Passing the talking stick over to you, man. Welcome to Paradigm Shift, and go right ahead. Hey, Brandon. Thank you so much for having me. Firstly, brother, I'm honored to be here, and um, electronically. And um, whew, where do I start? Um, well, my name is Mordechai. I am another, I'm a soul, like existing existing and um i live in south florida i'm in the united states and um i um i'm a light worker light being and i am i guess like i guess to introduce myself like i'm a writer musician poet and um how do i talk about myself shit um i i like to help people and i am i'm I'm a young light being in the process of i don't know how old my soul is but like physically um i am changing a lot and growing and so i guess i know it was kind of awkward but that's the i guess that'll be the intro my name is mordecai keston i live in south florida i'm 19 i live with my mom and i went to israel two months ago um so that that's the that's the intro for this one we'll do so advancing on this um i guess like i just joined i saw the facebook and i was like yeah and um so i i guess i'll just just flow and see um what the what 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 comes out i guess and like feel it out so i feel that this is definitely in divine order and what um the other two ladies were saying about um cannabis santa maria um well it's pretty relevant and like i've have taken a tea break from um mama ganja for about five days now and before that i had been um sitting with santa for 
like the weeks and weeks beforehand in a way though where i almost like tricked myself that it was ceremonial and kind of being like you know i need to do this this is like i'm healing i'm healing and, and um just right now like without um sitting with santa for five days i feel just so much clearer i'm having crazy dreams and i'm like oh shit. like and um i've been running every day so it's like my lungs it's like physically like i was like you know next time maybe i'm going to put the cannabis in some brownies and ingest through that way and break down the the thc through the stomach acids because it's been like i real the biggest thing i realized is like just breathing in and out like like i'm like wow like my lungs like feel a lot i had childhood asthma but like i just noticed like how much better my breathing is like and i didn't really i never really thought like bong rips that's probably disrespectful to say like to the plant but like i never thought that that would like take a toll on my respiratory system and now that like i've been running every day and i haven't sat with santa for five days i'm realizing like wow like like that really did tax my my body just physically and definitely um brendan what you were saying with the lethargic i totally like you know the first couple the first day or two it's like you know i'm totally tuned in like download 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 but then after like three days or i'm like okay well, my tolerance went up a little bit, so we have to compensate for that. And and then eventually it's more like, it's like, okay, I'm more kind of just like going on Facebook. And, and um, so it's definitely affected me. And um, I, I guess just in the mix of cannabis, um, I think I'll add on, on cannabis for a short period of time. Like, I've been working with um, Santa Maria for three to four years, I'd say. And I never really was respectful to the plant until like like six months ago. And now when I, you know, am in prayer before ingestion, I am like, thank you, Santa, for helping me like for the last like three to four years that I've totally not even shown you any respect and just smoked the blunts and blunts. And I'm like, thank you for like being so like forgiving of me and just totally being like, yeah, you know, I'll help you out. And you don't have to like be grateful for me or, you know, understand that this is like real stuff and this is a plant being and you're typing into higher realms and consciousness is real. And, and I was like, so I think definitely um, sacred medicine is a prevalent uh, trend in today's world. And I really believe that everyone can have a unique relationship with um, Santa Maria. And for me, I've even experimented with channeling through cannabis and I've just for me, it's helped me just like, like it's it's really dissolved my ego in a way. And I've seen just, it just, it's honestly just intriguing to me. It's simply so interesting to see how um, the cannabis affects my reality and to see how I connect with people differently 
while I'm under the influence of some high grade Kush. And it's it's a beautiful thing because I've always I've never been shunned by Pachamama. I've never been just even though I've been so disrespectful and I've just been so not even cognizant of the power and the holiness of beautiful, beautiful, most one of the most like the most beautiful plant ever, in my opinion. One of them, like the plant has always just been so nice to me and metaphorically. And um it's I think um everything in moderation. And however, I do know vaguely that, you know, some shamans, they, in order to develop a relationship with the plant teachers or medicine, they, you know, literally just sit with the medicine for months, like every day, you know, just day after day after day after day. And I really think it's individualized. And I really, for five days out, I'm totally like, wow, like, I, you know, I've been thinking of like, you know, like, should I cop some more? But I've not, it's almost like the plant and me are like, we're like, uh, like, we're like, okay, like we get each other now. And it's, it's cool to, to like have that relationship. You know, if I, like, I literally like, mm-hmm. I write in my journal, like, if like, like, you know, Santa, like if, if it's, if it's, if if it be God's will that we have some time apart from each other right now, like I'm okay with that. Even though it'd be pretty fun to just take a you know <laughs> take a rip, but like um, I think after I sat with um, the San Pedro cactus um, in December, I really was like, okay. Um, well, there's a lot I don't know, and it's a lot deeper than I thought. And every time it gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and I'm like, okay, well, let me just put everything into perspective here. So very, I have a very personal relationship with the cannabis plant. And I'm even invested in the the marijuana sector. I don't know if I if I want to use if I call marijuana like cannabis marijuana, but in the cannabis sector, I'm even invested in the stock market, and my stock's doing great. Like it's the it's I really um, feel it's about a positive energy exchange, and mm-hmm. even if like you're smoking or sitting with Santa, if you want to say it more you know, respectfully to our ancestors. I think even then, even if you're using it every day and your like tolerance is like totally smacked, it it can still, it, it there can still be a positive energy exchange, no matter how, how hazy your aura is or how totally like numb you are, even though, even then like <clears throat> there can be um, light, in every, every, I think through every usage of cannabis, there always, no matter how disrespectfully you smoke, or how respectfully, or how often, or w- what, with what means, I think there's always, u- ultimately, a positive effect, and 
um, for me, I don't dream like when I'm um, sitting with Santa and I go to sleep under the influence or I've been sitting with Santa throughout the day. Like I don't dream. So it's kind of like for me, like, like the universe's way of saying like, okay, so, you know, like you can, you can use like Pachamama saying like, you know, you can use our medicine and, you know, tap into the astral realms like that. And, you know, basically like, you know, life hack and connect with people in a different way. But like for me personally, just for me, like, um, like, you know, like for me, like I don't have dreams. I'm like, Oh, that's weird. Like I don't remember my dreams. And then I stop mm -hmm. and then like I have vivid dreams and I'm like, Oh, I get it. Cause it's like, you can't have both. It's like, I can't, it's like, it's kind of like yeah. the one without, you know what I'm saying? So. Okay. No, I, I definitely hear you, man. So yeah. Go, <laughs> Thank you so much. Go ahead. If there's uh, just uh, anything, if you just want to go for like another minute or anything like that, but, but yeah, like, what do you feel um, like anything that you just want to bring into the circle relative to maybe like some of the lessons that, that you feel that you've been learning? Cause again, like this kind of sounds like within that same genre of like the whole, like letting go type uh, experience that a lot of us are kind of going through right now. Cause again, it's a it, let, letting go is always going to be relative to some kind of relationship. And, and, and so sometimes that could be like a physical relationship with a person, or it can be like a relationship with a, plant teacher or something like that but um yeah how do you feel uh you're you're doing with the with the lessons that you're experiencing right now and, and just like in a couple minutes or less and then we'll pass the talking stick around sounds good i feel that i am um it's the it was the best of times it was the worst of times and i feel like it's honestly just based on my perception because I can say right now that I'm great. I'm totally letting go of cannabis right now. And I don't, I'm, I'm going to probably not ingest for however, like maybe another week or two or three or four or a year. I don't even know. But at the same time, I can just as easily like get off the hangout now and be, Oh, I got to go, man. And then like, you know, like, like scratch my head a little bit. And then like, like convince myself and be like, yeah, it's okay. And, and like get more tomorrow and be like, Oh, everything's divine. It's all, you know, everything happens for a reason, man. And so I think through my lessons, I've been learning to accept my flaws and accept that um, I don't have to always be strong and I don't have to always be my hero and, and be this light being guardian keeper of the consciousness sometimes sometimes i just want to eat pizza yeah and like just sit around all day and knowing that like okay i'm gonna be alive from like the next 80 years so i'm doing i got a good head on my shoulders i'm okay so like the lessons i'm learning um have been solely a lot of my lessons are just on my in my body and how i've been treating my body and, and mistreating and not miss like I did a 57 day juice cleanse and it changed my life forever. And so now damn it, I've I'm in a space where like, I know what is good for my body just in a physical level. And it's hard transitioning from eating meat all my life to being plant-based and it's hard going from three meals a day to 
like one meal and fasting. And, and I think I've been learning how to take care of my body and just, and listen to my body and love my body and really just, it's like, like I literally talk to my body and um, it's, it's interesting how like, so I think the lessons I've learned are that um, like just the body, like I don't to realize how important my, my physical body is and to sacrifice my habits, addictions, mental perceptions for like what my body is. And my body's like, look, yo, like you're going to drink some fresh pressed vegetable and fruit juice. You're not going to eat any more chicken. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're not going to eat nearly as much food as you've been eating in the past. You're going to do yoga. You're going to work out. You're going to stay healthy. You're going to do mindfulness of breath. And um, it's almost like my body is just naturally like knows what to do. And it's, it's just amazing how when I listen to my body, it's like, I'm like, okay, body, like, all right, you, you are praise. And I do feel pretty charged up and really awesome right now. And then I eat like a piece of chocolate cake and, and then I just go around and around in circles in this life. And, um, but anyways, you know, I think the lesson is, man, don't even fucking take life too seriously. Just have fun, you know, enjoy it while you can. Cause honestly, we're all going to die. You know, it's like, if I, if a last thing I'll say is that if I, I'd rather die laughing than being serious. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you very much, Mordecai. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. And, and again, you know, like, I think, um, I think it's always interesting and I think it's always going to be uh, important to be able to, you know, understand that everyone's going to have their own perspective on things and we're all going to be at our own different place. And, and I feel like I've definitely, I definitely hear where, where you're coming from. And I can definitely say that like, as, as you get older, you're going to find that like the mindset kind of shifts as, as, as you get older and things like that, like you can't get away with the same things in the same way. Um, but it's still important to be able to find that, that balance between just kind of like, like enjoying the sensations that life has to offer while still upholding the virtues of discipline that are going to allow you to like show up in the best way possible. Because when you're like 19 and everything like that, it's just like, it, it can be a little bit easier to just like be in the, in the pizza mode diet. And I mean, obviously I'm saying that cause I've lived it and everything, but yeah, like as I, as I get older and everything, it's just kind of like the body kind of shifts and then you kind of have to get more disciplined. Um, which is an interesting thing that, that just kind of like naturally happens. So yeah, man, absolutely. Like enjoy, enjoy it, enjoy it while, while you're in that state where the body's just like, yes, let's do this and everything like that. But at the same time, um, for all of us, you know, I think it's important to be able to really begin um, consciously developing the discipline uh, that that we need to, to be able to be like the best versions of ourselves, not only for us, but to be able to like show up for, for others uh, as well. But yeah, no, Mordecai, I think you're, I think you're doing great, man. Like you said, you got it, you got a good head on your shoulder and stuff. So um, keep, keep challenging yourself, I, I think is the important thing. So, and be aware, and this is, you know, this goes for everyone be aware of like how, how like we deceive ourselves, 
you know, because it's so, yeah. it's so obvious, like how we do that sometimes, like how we'll, we'll create, we'll create narratives and we'll create excuses for ourselves. And we'll just be like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Like it's no big deal or something like that. You know, the true test of a, the true test of someone's character is like what we do when we're by ourselves type thing. And, and, and I think that's kind of like what we begin to realize, especially uh, as we get older and stuff is that, um, yeah, it's important. It's important to be able to almost like, be in that relationship with your with yourself where you are holding yourself accountable um because no one else will type thing so it really brings it back to like uh just like a a higher level of sovereignty and everything but absolutely you know just like keep riding the ride would be the would be the journey but yeah just uh be mindful in doing so but yeah man thank you thank you for sharing though i appreciate it thank you brother thanks for um thanks for passing the stick (laughs) <laughs> thanks man all right we'll pass it around some more um all right. all right okay so let's uh check in and i think we still have uh hey uh byron brian uh you're there cool brian do you want to do you want to go next you want to talk for a little bit next and then uh we also have can, uh, I, can I just derek do a mic check how's my mic is, uh, here as well and derek give me a thumbs up if you can like hear us and you're good to go in a minute and stuff like that okay cool thanks man all right um so uh brian if, if you want to i don't know if you want to like turn the camera on on yourself or whatever but um you can do that to introduce yourself or just talk a little bit about you know what, what are some of the lessons that we're going through um, so again, I, I still want to be able to share a little bit, uh, about like what I've, what just from, again, my end of things of like the lessons that I've been going through and, and not just to be like, yeah, this is me just like, you know, just like sharing for the sake of sharing. Like, this is like me sharing to be able to pass on, um, ways of being able to <clears throat> like share, like how I've grown through, through these experiences. Um, so Brian, we'll, we'll pass over to you. And just as a heads up guys, I'd love to be able to finish this broadcast by 12 PM. Um, so that means that we got about an hour to do it. And that means that we, uh, can still include like a tarot card draw closer to the end of the broadcast. And, uh, I'll be honest, like partly part of the, part of the shifts that I've been going through within the last like few weeks has actually been changing my sleep schedule. So I've been like going to sleep at like 10 PM and kind of like getting up a little bit earlier in the morning and everything. Whereas like normally I would be like up past like midnight on a regular basis. So like even for, even for me right now, like I'm not going to lie where it's just kind of like my body's just like, I'm ready to go to sleep right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm pushing through i'm here and, and i'm present with you guys so again good job team thanks for holding space together brian i'm gonna pass the microphone over the talking stick over to you and pull up your microphone so um, okay i'm doing sweet. a sound test is it working right sound now test. yeah no it's good man sweet okay, okay uh, brian passing the talking stick over to you and when you're ready please go right ahead you've been here before you know what to do yeah uh i'm brian or byron doesn't matter i'm uh i'm, I'm my artist name is byron my real name is brian I'm a Detroit-based artist. Uh, I'm not in Detroit, but I do all my art shows in Detroit. Um, late, like lately, what I happened this week was uh, I had these mandalas. I was drawing a few earlier, like on paper plates, and I, I had to be in Detroit for uh, for a show, and uh, like I handed out. I just, you know, my art doesn't sell very well, but I, I don't expect it to either at this point. And like, I, I litter my art in, in Detroit. Like, I, I feel like it's like planting flowers or something like to me. And people have honked their horns and waved at me when I've done it before. And I, I've done it on several occasions. Like sometimes my art will go away in three hours. Sometimes it'll be three weeks. And it's, it's like a social experiment in a way. And it, like, I say, it's my offer to the gods. You know, that's what I, that's how I put it. You know, just a, a sacrifice that I want to give out to people. And, um, for uh 
I, I handed out mandalas to kids uh, in the hood, and it was like, you know, they they were blown away by the the flower designs and all that, and um, you know, like one of them was talking to me about going to Michigan because they said that they wanted to go to school there, and I was like, yeah, man, you just gotta keep your grades up, you know, and like, you know, you never know what seed you planted by doing that. Like maybe he's gonna follow something he's passionate about, or maybe maybe he won't. It's it's his choice, but. Uh, yeah, and um, I got a lot of comments from people when I was in Detroit, like, you know, because I saw a lot of friends and a lot of uh, people I've known that I don't get to see all the time because there was a there was a Earth Day gathering at a place I go to. And um, it was really it, it's just so weird because like we put a, I, I write the craziest stuff on Facebook I, you could ever imagine. And I do it for fun and I do it to vent. And like I heard all these comments from people in person and it's just it's like, wow. Like, I didn't even know that's many people were, were reading when I was reading and, and, and that. And, um, yeah, I feel like I got weird energy right now and I don't mean to bring it to the circle, but it's because I just came back from basically like a pyramid scheme and like, it's, it's discouraging, but it's not at the same time. It, like I knew that I wasn't going to follow through with it as soon as I heard the, uh, the company, I'm not going to name the company cause I don't want to bad mouth them too bad. But as soon as I heard who the company was, I didn't want to be involved and, everyone there was just money hungry and it was just, it was a, it was a convention at a holiday inn. And so it's really left me a uh, little conflicted, but, and, and like in terms of, uh, of things that I've been thinking about, like I've been painting a lot of rooms in my house this past week and, and uh, it's given me a lot of time through hard work, um, a lot of time to reflect. And like when I had, I, there was a time when I was in Chicago. Um, I lived there for about five months back in uh, 2010, 2011. And during my first weekend there, I, I was pretty suicidal. I'm I'm a lot better now. Like I can't say that I don't think about suicide ever, but I, it's not it's not bad. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like it's more of a morbid thought than anything. And I would never do it. You know, I I I was gonna jump a bridge when I was in Chicago, and I didn't. But um, during the it was during the 10 10 10 so that those numbers hold an important importance to me like one zeros following each other and uh it was a chicago marathon that weekend i didn't even know it was going on and uh during that week i met logic and like that's the rapper i'm talking about and like he's huge now and it was so weird because he approached me when we were on the streets. I was wearing a mask, and he asked me who my favorite hip-hop artist was. I told him MF Doom, and that, that guy always wears a mask. We were talking about it for half an hour. We probably talked for a good two hours. He even gave me his phone number in that, and I lost it because I just I tore up so much stuff that weekend and just went nuts. But uh, I'm really happy to see his, his uh, success. And... I'll never forget that he told me that like we're a rare breed, him, him and I, and I think that we're all here the same thing where he referred to us as street disciples. And it's like, we go out on the street and we do um, what we feel is necessary to enlighten the world, but not through our perception only, you know, like we just, I do art. I do, I uh, read poems. I, you know, I, uh, I write, um, it feels like it's the right thing to do. And I know it's going to build up to something and, and actually seeing logic success. He, like, I remember seeing an interview in interviews, you know, they always ask who he wants to work with the most. And he said, Eminem, 
he's finally got a song coming out the day after my birthday with uh, Royce and Eminem, Royce Defy 9 and Eminem. And I'm just excited to hear it because uh, it's like, it it really, I'm, I'm, I would be a Logic fan even if I didn't know him, but I, I got to know him and like, it just, it gives me hope, like in terms of not necessarily everyone having the success that they see, but the success that will pan out, you know, just, if you just keep going at it, something's going to stick. And, uh, I feel very, uh, very hopeful. That's how I feel this week. So, yeah. Cool. Byron, I, I like the idea of street disciples. That's a, that's very much like in sync with what we, what we do. In yeah. Terms of like as I think we're all street like disciples same, here. Like we're all, way. we're all doing the enlightenment. Yeah. Totally, man. That's really cool. That's really cool. And, and, and props on doing the <laughs> props on doing the, the, uh, the mandalas and, and handing those out, man. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Each one takes an hour worth of work, you know, 40 minutes to an hour to do. And wow. I handed out a good like 10 or 12 of them. And it's wow. like, yeah, I take photos of all of them. I'm going to upload them into a video game, and, and uh, uh, that's my plan for the future. But um, I just need the images. I don't need the the paper plate anymore. Like it just hor- it just piles up my house, and I'd rather mm-hmm. spread the beauty around. You know, mm-hmm. that's really cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah, and and no doubt it, that definitely means something to the people that you gave them to. Like, do, like, do you remember like what what some of the reactions were like when when you gave them to the? Oh kids? man, it's always it's always priceless to see anyone's reaction to any of my art, even if they're not, if, if they're giving it, you know, if they're getting it, not necessarily even buying, if they're buying it, they feel like it feels like this mutual respect that they, they want to support me. But when I give it away, they're like, really me, you know, like, it's like that kind of like a feeling they get, you know, like, and, and um, yeah, I think it really brightened up the kids days, you know, that, that got the mandalas totally yeah that's a powerful seed to plant man uh, and you know like that that gesture of just like being able to give something as an act of compassion like that's that's a, what creates that ripple effect so yeah i'm sure they'll they'll remember that and and you know i i wouldn't doubt that each of them probably like has that like somewhere special right now so good job oh man. yeah that's huge thank you that's really cool awesome sweet all right um brian is there, is there anything else you want to share before we pass the talking to ground some more uh, I apologize for, for bringing the weird energy. You know, you guys are great. It's, it's just, okay, man. It, it was mean, a lot I, of a lot of uh, conniving people today, and it's just like, ugh. I just, you know, I I wish them the best. You know, it, it's I just I wish that they could not see what I see, but just just see for themselves. You know, and it's just to them, it's money, it's perpetuation, it's a cancer in a way. Like it, they're they're making money to make money to then talk about making money. And it is, it's just, it's silly to me. That's not what and, life's about. On, on, on just like, uh, uh, just with everything else that we were talking about in terms of like lessons that have been going on and stuff. Like, again, a lot of people have been talking about like lessons of like being able to like let go and finding empowerment through that process and stuff. Any, any lessons, I mean, within what you talked about and stuff, any lessons that you feel that you've been learning lately as a, as an individual? that you would be comfortable sharing? Uh, my, my lessons have been um, just that not to give up, you know, like I feel, I feel like, like they're like last week, totally. I keep seeing, I keep seeing blue Jays all the time. I saw eight blue Jays and seven blue Jays day after day. Like 
in the park where I walked by like about two weeks ago. And then, or maybe it would have been a month ago, but last week I was, I was like seriously just not, I was on the verge of becoming depressed. And, uh, I look out the window, I was just doubting myself. And this, this blue Jay just opens its wings. I saw its whole wingspan. And I was like, that's exactly what I needed to see. It was just that, um, symbol of, of, uh, following the right path. And I'm just trudging forward, you know, like it's, I'm really sore from painting today and yesterday. And I feel, I feel good. I feel like better than ever. I'm losing weight. I'm, uh, eating healthier. I'm waiting for baby number one. And, uh, it's, it's gonna, it's, that's gonna open my eyes that I, I can't, I only, you only hear so much from other people. I know it's a lot of work, but the work's intimidating, you know, like it's, you know, like it's just fear mongering and it's like, no, I, I'm a hard worker. I can do it. I can handle it. And it's like, um, the, the new generation, you know, I, I underestimate how important children were until I hadn't, until I'm having my own now. Like, it's just like, they're, uh, you know, that's why I think that's the subconscious reason why I gave them dollars away is because I was like, these kids, they need love, you know, they need, uh, they need guidance or they need something, you know, and a lot of them are stuck in those hoods until like for their whole lives. They don't even know what else is out there. You know, maybe, maybe they drive around like, uh, some cookie cutter suburbs or not, you know, doing work usually, but like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I, I hope one of them blows up one day, you know, it just becomes a awesome rapper themselves. You know, you don't know what they're doing, whatever they're doing, just like be the best at what they're doing. Yeah, man. I mean, again, you know, it's that idea that like what we give our love to literally grows. So, I mean, be it a flower or be it a, be it a person, be it a kid. So yeah, man, thank you for, for bringing the love to the kids. That's really important. And again, you know, that's exactly what we're, what we're encouraging within you know, the paradigm to central project is the idea of it being, you know, like seven generations back, seven generations forward type thing. So for sure, man. So, yeah. That's awesome. Thank Sweetie. you. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right. Anything else we want to share before we pass it around? I think, I think it's great. No, I've had it so long far. enough now. That's thank perfect, you. Man. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you again, Brian. I really appreciate what you do. Thank you, Brian. All right, let's um, let's keep passing the talking stick around, and um, yeah, let's check in. Uh, we got uh, we got Derek, aka Jaya. Jaya, give me a thumbs up if you're ready, ready to. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. All right, okay, we'll, we'll pass it over to we'll pass it over to Jaya and um, and get some updates on any of the lessons that that they have been learning on their end. So, uh, Jaya, I'm just gonna pull up your microphone. Uh, do you want to just say hello? Yes. Hi. Perfect. All right. Sounds good. All right. And I'm going to pass the talking stick over to you and, and welcome back to, to another Paradigm Shift Central team building circle. And again, you can just say who you are, where you're from. And uh, yeah, any anything that you'd like to bring to the circle uh, and focusing around the idea of like what lessons ha have you been learning as an individual and maybe, you know, how those are being reflected within the collective. So welcome back, brother. Go right ahead. Yes, thanks. Yeah, it's good to be back. It, be, it's, it has been a while, but uh yeah, it's like here in uh, Holland. It's like it's five o'clock in the morning, and uh, yeah. So I just found a found the opportunity to uh, sneak in to the hangout, and uh, I, I was like, yeah, I saw it pass pass a few times, and I wanted to join, but then I know, or, or I fell asleep, or uh, I forgot about it, or whatever. Uh, actually, so that brings me to the point 
what I'm kind of uh, completing with. That's to have uh, more of a structure, more clarity, more basis, more ground in my life. Yeah. So, um, so that I actually able to fulfill uh, my words, the appointments, like I really have to make appointments with myself to, to really get things done, uh, to, to become productive again, because I haven't been productive at all. And it's kind of bothering me. Okay, so I introduce myself first. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my birth name is Derek Brandt. Uh, but I, yeah, on Facebook, Jaya. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I got a new name, a uh, spiritual name during meditation. Uh, but somehow, like, I, I changed back to my old name so someone could find me because she, uh, she couldn't find me. And there's some stupid rule on Facebook that you can't change. Uh, once you've switched name, you can't switch back. You have to wait for two months. But that name is Aruna Ganga. Anyway, it's just names. Um, so uh, I used to be an artist. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I'm still artist. I'm all. I will always be artist. Artist. Um, and it's always been with me. It's just for. Uh, the past the past six months that uh, my life totally changed basically um, before I was doing projects with uh, yeah uh, I did project of 30 moon calendar I made my own version of it uh, like the with totem animals I make my uh, own discs I was going from festival to festival with it um, making paintings, sculptures, drawings, poetry, all, all kinds of stuff. And sometimes going out, doing it in public, um, but not really being so, um, still, I feel like it's something I would really love to do more, to do, to, to share this, these things in public and get out into the world and share whatever that I've, uh, I've uh, created. Um, and that's also another thing. Um, but anyway, so, um, so half like half year ago, something happened. So there was a, like a turning point in my life. Uh, I needed to find answers. Uh, I was really like, I, I know there's more to it than what I know, and I need to find those answers. And um, so it's like a seeking, an intense seeking to get to m get more to the, to the core of it, to the, to find out more about uh, mm, the nature of this re this reality, to uh, get more clarity about what's what's reality, how uh, what's the purpose of, and how to relate to that, how to live upon that. Um, so I've been listening, I've been listening a lot to some masters, to some of my examples like Muji and Satguru. And um, instead of music, just listening to satsangs and listening to lectures and stuff. 
and uh, just absorbing all this knowledge, wisdom, and um, and trying to integrate it within me. And at some point, it led me to. Uh, I wanted to go to the source of of knowledge, of all knowledge, of all wisdom. And I knew, like, um, it's in India. Uh, I know, you know, I already knew about the Vedic scriptures and um, it's the source of knowledge and wisdom. And uh, and I decided, yeah, I, I, it's time that I get to know, to get to find out about about this, to to connect with that source. And so. Um, it was just on YouTube. I typed in a few words like Swami Avatar, and then uh, this uh, guy appears. This Swami, which he looks very flamboyant and very strong, like very intense energy. Kind of blown away by it, and I started following him. And since then. Um, I, I kind of got pulled in to to this a new dimension. Uh, actually, he's a avatar and he's reviving the Agamas and the Vedas, the ancient scriptures, uh, all the knowledge and the wisdom, make it user friendly uh, for humanity to to have access to that knowledge, to uh, also the methods and the techniques and all these things, and uh, actually. He, like he landed to give humanity superconscious breakthrough, and uh, so the like I was just watching some videos, and uh, at some point I saw I saw uh, well uh, there's a, like demonstration like there's demonstrations of superpowers of the of disciples in that ashram uh, in south of India. And um, and there's a Gurukul, it means there's a school, the children that are being uh, initiated also by him. And they were initiated to, uh, with the power to, to answer any kind of question. It doesn't matter, it can be any kind, like uh, the most complex mathematical equations or the distance between the Earth and some other planets or star system or whatever, or the temperature on whatever planet. And there were like uh, scientists that came to the ashram that really wanted to find out what's happening there and, and get to see for themselves, get to verify, uh, to, to see if it's real and to test it out. And, and each one of them, they, they, uh, I got this, yeah, Balasant is a kid, like these children, a uh, kid uh, that is initiated. And and they just fire questions at them. And, but because their third eye is totally opened, through the third eye, they have access to the Akashic records, like totally. And, and after the answer, they check on Google. And every time it was spot on. When I saw this, then I was really like, wow, this is... Uh, this is very exciting. I need to know more about it. Um, so that was when I saw this. I knew, like, this is the the one to follow, because uh, this is 
the breakthrough humanity has been waiting for. Uh, that's what I recognized when I saw this. This is uh, the next level to to, to enter. Um, so uh, I start to to contact the, the the disciples. They also have their own channels, and you can contact them, and they can give you demonstration. They can scan you, read you, he give healing, all these kinds of things, uh, or guide you to to. Uh, to get to know more or to answer any question or whatever. So, yeah. So at some point I was just full time into this, just being totally absor uh, absorbed and very exciting, uh, like a new world opening up, uh, which shows that truly, uh, we are infinite beings, we have infinite potential, and there is a science available to realize that potential and to go beyond anything that we thought uh, was possible. And so, um, so yeah, I started to follow some programs, like there's, a cent there's some centers all around the world uh, there's one pretty close to me, so uh, I went to uh, to a program, and you get initiated like uh, two way, like right, like this right now. So, <laughs> so the yeah, this avatar I forgot to mention his name, Nichananda Swamiji, Paramahamsa Nichananda, and he's basically he's like uh, he's the incarnation of Shiva. It's Shiva in human form. Uh, that has landed to give human, humanity superconscious breakthrough. Uh, actually, his mission, it's uh, his mission is off the charts. He, like he's he's serious about uh, making third eye powers become like uh, become popular. Like like uh, at first when the mobile phone got introduced, it was just only the elite. It got to use it, and and we couldn't imagine that. Imagine at that time, everyone would have this device. And he wants to do this the same with with uh, third eye uh, awakening and and those powers. That this will be uh, something that will be generally accepted. And uh, as like uh, the applications, like the applications you have on your phone. We have all these applications within our system, but we don't use it, and and it's like it's it's sleeping. So, um, so he's, he's here to wake all of to wake up those powers, shaktis, basically. That's the name, the Sanskrit name for it. Most of the shaktis they belong to the third eye. Uh, and there's all uh, I can't really explain how, how this what, what's the anyway so uh, there are like more more than 460 shaktis and uh, he's initiating disciples at the ashram to all of them or to uh, activate all of these shaktis uh, to become like a superhuman so yeah i'm i'm still 
just coming fresh and new in this uh, exploring uh, and also like there's the the four tattvas uh, truths principles that uh, also described in the in the in the Vedas the Vedic scriptures they're like 35 but he just boiled it down to four he says you only need to know these four and it's uh, integrity authenticity responsibility and enriching so yeah integrity is the the word that you give to fulfill them to act upon what you uh, the word that you give the the promise that you make uh yes and well authenticity is basically uh like the capacity that we have as human beings to fulfill that to to cognize the capacity that we have the abilities that we have and and to to realize that basically uh, so it's comes, it comes directly from the original source. That's you, uh, and not just something external. Uh, yeah, and yeah. So I don't need to know explain what the responsibility is. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, those are the four pillars, and I've been really more and more living mindfully about this to be more and more in integrity authenticity and responsible uh responsibility is my flaw uh basically to take full responsibility take full charge of uh sustaining myself not to rely on others like i'm still a bit relying on the government that gives me welfare i'm a bit relying on my parents because uh, they live near and uh, yeah, things like that. Uh, also responsibility to build up, uh, to, to, to lay this foundation with that which I love to do and, and build something up that provides me with, uh, with income, <laughs> something that I've been avoiding kind of those things so it made me become more aware of the things that, that i need to complete so um so it was like a big completion process and i became more and more aware of all my incompletions so swamiji that's how, how he's being called he he uses these terms to point out uh yeah like everything that we're like struggling with all the resistance that we have the things that we don't accept about ourselves and others like all of the, those are incompletions basically it's the things from the past still sitting in the present affecting our future and um and the completion process is simply to uh to dig to dig inside you in your in your inner space and to see what's still sitting there in your inner space what cognitions you have about yourself about others about life you write them down and uh yeah and surprising to see that there's quite some 
heavy loads, <laughs> which uh, it pops up once we we engage with this process that normally we're not really aware of, but still it's affecting the way that we think, the way that we act, and the way that we uh, relate also with others and ourselves. So it has been a big purging, uh, cleaning, clearing, purif purif purification process and also very grateful that uh, so disciples were also available to guide in this process to assist to support but also devotees like it's it's one big uh, commune not just in the ashram but also on facebook and everywhere there it's like uh it's like one big family that supports each other it's really beautiful uh, just like paradigm shift is uh is also like a family to support each other uh, in a different way, but uh, yeah, I can. It's it's interesting to see that there's different ways, but all uh, going towards that same purpose. You know, it's to to come to oneness and to be in oneness uh, with ourselves and with each other, and with existence, and and enriching basically it's sharing all the wisdom all the knowledge all the good things that we find and got to know about uh, and shared with others uh, for them to also have access to these things and so it's like opening doors for each other to to come together and to kind of uh, more and more like getting uh how should i say it? Mm, to circle yeah it's circling together circling together yeah <laughs> um, um yeah so let's see so basically i've been initiated i went to through a few programs i've been initiated uh by swamiji in the power of uh body scanning mind reading and further healing uh, also consciousness over matter uh, so what what uh, consciousness over matter is that you can move matter with the third eyes basically he uh, awakens the kundalini and that kundalini energy is being expressed through the third eye and it can be uh, directed in all kinds of ways so to move matter for example um, yeah and I've been practicing this, with that, and like every week there's an initiation to it, so you guys also can get initiated. And, and it's like we, um, most of the times, coconut is being used. And just through the webcam, it doesn't matter what distance we're on the planet, like we, we just simply practice with each other and roll the coconut from the hand, like one person is holding the coconut, like, uh, like this ball, for example. And the other and the person uh, that the other one tries to roll it uh, from my hands just through the webcam, so it's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, and so it's also possible to roll it on the ground, but then you really have to practice. I didn't practice that much, but uh, the disciples are already bending spoons, breaking spoons, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, 
so uh, yeah i really want to uh, <laughs> so my plan is to really go to the ashram actually kumba mela which is beginning uh, next year and swamiji will give like the, he gives programs like the like retreats for about the month they're pretty pricey but he's gonna give all those initiations that he gives in the, during the program he will, he's gonna give them for free during the kumba mela so yeah that's the that's really something i'm striving towards so to say and yeah and so i've been in a beautiful process of um so i've been since the, after i've got initiated i've been uh just putting posts like i'm initiated in those powers anyone want to experience uh you know i'm available so i've been practicing a lot uh and having very beautiful interactions and uh revelations um beautiful transformations conducting beautiful transformations um and also yeah while doing this also more and more information comes through images comes through uh, the third eye gets more and more active uh you feel more and more empowered also and it's actually it's like expanding stretching out beyond the limits of what we thought what we perceived as possible uh and it's basically happening from a space of oneness so these shaktis they only express when you're in oneness so those powers they can't be misused because when there's ego involved then it doesn't work then it stops it can only manifest itself through in a space of oneness and one is also with the with Swamiji and so yeah I've been doing that a lot day by day day in day out uh, meeting lots of people um, connecting with many people network expanding um, and at some point there was another turning point this is the end of last year um there's a a guy that i met while traveling i was uh, uh, traveling with him together for some time and uh so i was just i made like a, a christmas card with swamiji on it i was just sending to lots of people and i sent it to him and then he was like hey who's that guy yes the, i'm following swamiji initiated to mind trading and he's like okay yeah i would like to have mind reading so i did mind reading so i got to see where he's at in the situation in his life what he's going through swamiji showed me i told him and he was, he was like really impressed so uh, he wanted to get to know more about this and then uh, he, he he told me that his sister she was terminally terminal terminally ill and she had terminal cancer and she was about to get operated which and she would only have 20 percent chance to survive that operation so i was like now this uh something so i was really determined to prevent her from having that operation so i was really like she she will be 
I will do everything that I can to be sure that she doesn't have to be operated. It's not an option. So, um, so it was a, a one-nighter with her. And um, so, yeah. So with the body scanning and then the healing and more and more, like getting to see, getting to feel what's going on inside her system and actually at some point so as all her all of her body all over was totally in pain and after a few hours all the pain left and at some point i could feel i could even see the tumors and i could feel and i could see them shrinking so so i told her like what i was experiencing and she she was feeling the same thing so i was really excited like wow and um, also I got <clears throat> I got plenty of help from disciples. I just sent their picture and they sent healing as well. So it was not just me. But um, so so then the day after she went to the hospital, there were like eight specialists. And they were checking to see what's her situation, her condition. And return, so they were totally astonished, perplexed, because she had like eight tumors and all of them were gone. <laughs> so that was that was really a big breakthrough for me. Like, wow, this is uh so it's like I had this purpose of of uh for for so for me it is my purpose, my biggest purpose to assist in other people's in others' lives as much as possible uh, to to contribute as much as I can to uh, to better lives and to better myself basically and I've been doing it through art and now I found this and and of course for me this is much more of a contribution than than my art so I, because of this I, I've been neglecting my art and just well, when I can save lives, then I'm going to save as much as lives as possible, you know? So, <laughs> so I can imagine that I became very passionate about it. And, uh, yeah, so lives got saved. Um, miraculous things happened. But, um, so, yeah, now I reached the point that I feel like uh, I I need to pick up the things that I've left behind. It started to nag me a little bit. Like uh, I'm kind of missing the creativity, expressing. Uh, well, of course, create creativity also expresses itself just right now. You know, I mean, but uh, the visual creativity, so to say. Uh, I started to miss it. Uh, also, these practices that are given. Um, so I forgot to mention uh, Sanatana Hindu Dharma, Hinduism, uh, is like what we get to know about Hinduism in general, and what it really is is a big gap. So he totally clarified uh, that actually. What is Hinduism? It's about oneness, living in oneness, 
being in the space of oneness, basically all inclusive. And uh, compared to Buddhism, they're more. Uh, it's more about the space of emptiness, nothingness, like uh, detached, being detached from worldliness, from all distractions and all these things. Um, so I, I considered myself to be uh, like a Buddhist. I called myself a Buddhist, but uh, actually it's not true. It's, uh, well, of course, we don't have to put any labels on ourselves, but it's good to have a, a identity that we can relate to without identifying with it, so to say. So I wouldn't say that I'm a Hindu, but it's like I aspire to become more integrated with this uh, lifestyle called Hinduism um, because it has all the answers basically on for every aspect of existence. It has all the answers to reach our highest potential and uh, yeah, and to become enlightened, basically. Um, that's pretty awesome. Okay, I guess that's uh, <laughs> about it. That's a good update, though. A lot to share, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot to share, yeah. That's cool. I think. Um, Nick was actually just commenting. He was just uh, saying that that was really interesting. I think that was related to like the tumors healing yeah. and stuff. Um, Nick, I'm just going to bring up your microphone. Uh, we're getting closer to the end of the broadcast, but I wasn't sure if you just want to, there's any conversation that you want to ask or if Nick's there. Uh, <clears throat> no, not specifically. Although I will give uh, some kudos. I see that you were or still are possibly recording the Facebook Live. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. That out. Yeah, thanks. It's beautiful, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Amazing, Derek. That sounds so crazy. All that. Yes. Uh, actually, it's really like, like, oh, it's like so much, um, so much to say about this, you know? And, and and then you need to put it in some package, you know, somehow. And and this, uh, I'm glad I managed to pull it up somehow. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm very glad to share it with you guys. I've been looking looking forward to it actually. Uh, yeah, so special moment. <laughs> Could you yeah. share your uh, links or whatever you got uh, for your contact in the description or? Anything like that? Because I'd love to check out these groups you're talking about and yeah. uh, learn more about everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I'll share some links. So basically, every Sunday, uh, there's an Kalpaturu, uh, uh, it means wish fulfilling tree. So it's like a course, and you get introduced uh, by a teacher about all about Swamiji and the Sangha. Sangha is the community and the ashram and the things that they're going on there. So you get like an introduction. And also then you you get introduced to the completion process. And and also yeah, the wish that you have that you would like to manifest in your life. Uh, then by going through that process, 
you get to align yourself uh, with uh, with the energy, with the presence, with Swamiji, whatever, with, with the source. By going through this process, you get to align you, and, and, and this way, uh, like it's like opening up the doors for this intention to manifest itself, basically. So it's the science of, of uh, manifest manifesting, uh, like kind of a law of attraction, but it's beyond the law of attraction. It's like more like a science and more like a practice, a, a very tangible way of, of uh, uh, yeah, of, uh, <laughs> of going through that. So, and then after that, um, there's like there's uh, uh, yeah there's an in initiation there's a process that uh, with a fire also and uh, you you get to see what's happening there inside the ashram you see Swamiji you see uh, participants being initiated and um, and at some point uh, there's some when he's finished initiating uh, those participants, uh, then um, he starts the initiation for, starts to initiate everyone that's participating with this uh, online. So that are online basically, also through some mantras. And then you're able to express consciousness over matter. You're able to move matter through your third eye after this initiation. And you get to practice with each other uh, through uh, through yeah Zoom Zoom uh, maybe you know that uh, program mm -hmm. yeah so that's a great way to be to be introduced and right away to uh, play with that power and to get to meet others to to yeah kind of share and to play to get to. Uh, Play with it together, yeah. Wow. Word, man. Yeah, that's cool. pretty hard to... Um, sorry, I wasn't sure. Oh, sorry. Nick's microphone down, I wasn't sure who was saying anything. Oh. Am I on or off? You're on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that sounds amazing. It's, it's like, difficult for me to believe, but I do believe. Yeah. Like, I don't know, can you, can you, like, show us any matter moving? Like, have you developed your own skills to that level? Where you yeah, could, sure. uh, you know, demonstrate anything, I guess. Yeah. Hey, Brendan, do you have some round object uh, you can grab? Um, I don't know if I'm like, I'm super, super tired right now, man. Okay. I'm, I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, I'm pretty much like, we're going to, we're going to wrap this broadcast up in, in yeah. the next few minutes. Sure, um, sure. I don't know. Nick, do you have, do you have, do you want to go on a webcam and, Hold uh, yeah one sec here okay because because i was still gonna like uh yeah i, I want to be able to just to go over a couple things before we wrap this up but yeah like i'm not even sure like how much we'll do before we finish the broadcast but go ahead you, you guys you guys do your thing so cool all right, all right well yeah my apologies brendan <laughs> yeah my, my apologies for apologies for stretching it out <laughs> so much it's okay guys so it needs to be around, huh? 
Yes. I haven't done it for a while, but I'm sure it will work. Sometimes it's just like warming up a little bit to get the Kundalini energy going and then it can go fast. It can take more time. It, it, uh... Okay. Let's cool. see. Is this, uh, it's round. It's not like a perfect circle. Uh, interesting. Let's see how it goes. Um, it's not ideal. Uh, of course, it's very possible, but it's best to have the uh, easier object uh, thing. Maybe some fruits, maybe have some fruits. Uh, okay. How about, uh, Brendan, if you want to like do some closing things, I can look for a round object <laughs> and slide that in to the end or something. <laughs> All right. Sure. Whatever works. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll be back. Something? That'll be back. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> um, okay, let me think for a second. Okay, so it's almost like it's almost midnight here. Um, yeah, just being like super transparent. I'm pretty exhausted, guys. Like I kind of had like the intention of kind of like getting into some story stuff that I was gonna share. Um, I'm not really sure if if like now is the best time for, for me to do that and stuff, because I wanted to be able to like do it kind of like in a more proper way. My body's just like pretty exhausted right now um but we can still do a tarot card reading um but yeah let me just kind of segue here and, and yeah derek man thank you again for for sharing that just as like yes. documentation of what's happening out there in the world of shifting consciousness and what's yeah. possible and the idea of like unlocking these natural superhero superhuman abilities i think it's pretty pretty fascinating yes. and if you can send me any links for anything that you want to put into the show notes we can do that as well yes. and people can check that out cool yes Pleasure. um cool okay what was i going to talk about originally like way back in the beginning i was going to talk about um yeah okay i'll i'll stand by for nick to let me know when he's back and stuff like that but yeah i was gonna I was originally going to talk about like this idea of like the lessons that we were going through um, in terms of the collective. And uh, for myself, at least it was kind of like all of the, it was kind of, Oh man, see right now I'm just kind of like, I'm just tired right now. Like it's hard for me to even channel the information properly, but it really brings it back to this idea of understanding that like everything is here to help you. Um, even when those things are experiencing uh not what you want and experiencing pain, but understanding that there's a difference between like pain and suffering. Um, and so like suffering can often come from uh, the attachments that we hold on to. Well, pain is actually uh, a very important um, part of like the growth process. Now, not to say that pain is something that we always have to be um, manifesting for ourselves, because I think there's a lot of growth that we can achieve without having to experience pain. But oftentimes, it's kind of like this idea of everything kind of working in its own divine order and understanding that there's certain aspects of this reality, um, if not all of this reality, where things are going to happen regardless of whether or not you want them to. And so it's this idea of like, well, do we have free will? And I think our free will um, comes into play in terms of how we perceive any given moment. So, so there's certain things within our reality that are like going to happen no matter what. But then our free will is in being able to willingly shift our perspectives of how um, 
how like being able to understand like why those things might be happening to us or how those things are helping us grow and how those things are helping us tap into more parts of ourselves. So um, what I was like going through within the last little bit without even having to get into too much of personal details and stuff uh, was basically um, like an experience of like of heartbreak. And, and so I put up a post about this before and it's this idea of knowing that the heart doesn't necessarily break, it only breaks open. And so when we do this, it's, it's being able to, um, from my own experience, it's, it's like, I can understand why this experience manifested into my reality. And it was kind of like, I had to experience like this, like incredible high of like, uh, a relationship that I was in that was like only like for like a couple months, but it was like really potent and it was like really awesome for, from my point of view and everything. And then in order to be able to, um, like to have that high in order to be able to experience the the opposite of that high but to be able to experience the growth that comes out of that um and um i'll just kind of hit on a few points in terms of like how i kind of healed uh through my heartbreak process through my heartbreaking opening process and so um a big part of it uh, was kind of like through tapping into this wisdom of everything is here to help you. And knowing that like when, um, and and really just like bringing everything back to the idea of sovereignty, self-empowerment, and knowing that empowerment is a choice. And knowing that when you're feeling the things uh, related to grief and related to heartache and everything like that, it's important that we feel those feelings. Like we can't, Mm -hmm run away from those feelings like the only way to move through those feelings is to feel those feelings and so it's like really being able to honor the fact that yeah you do feel sad and that's like a reflection of the fact that you care a lot and so it's kind of like balancing that with the willingness to also be able to uh intentionally like let go of our attachments to like a reality that we thought might have happen but then didn't happen and that's usually like where grief comes in when there's like a sudden ex- unexpected shift within our reality we're expecting things to go one way and then suddenly it goes another way or sometimes it's not even unexpected sometimes it can be a slow process but nonetheless grief is often like relative to us wanting things to be one way and them not being a certain way um but then one of the things that really like helped me through my own process Um, was doing a lot of the inner work taking care of myself like physically uh, mentally and and just like really um, like taking time to um, really be able to use my breath so like when uh, you're in that heartbreak space like it's literally it's 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 literally something that affects your physical body and so for me um, it's it was being able to use the breath to be able to move that energy and that's usually like what we feel when we're in that heartbreak space is that like there's like this like buildup of energy and it's sitting there so it's like you have to move it you have to face it you have to sit with it you have to feel it and so that can be crying uh, if you need to um, which you should and it can also be like through breathing as well Mm -hmm. and so um, part of uh, what allowed me to get through uh, some of the stuff was like this uh, shift in the perspective of understanding that you know every relationship prepares us for our next one and so um, without uh, it was important for me to be able to move forward without feeling like I needed anything from uh, like from the other person like I didn't need uh, like them to say something. I didn't need like uh, any sort of like validation. Um, I I didn't need them to like 
tell me something in order for me to feel better. Like everything that I had to feel better was in myself. And sometimes part of the lesson is the fact that like you won't get that from the other person and still being able to move forward from that. Or sometimes you'll have to move forward without fully knowing uh, or without some sort of full closure um, in a sense. But then uh, it's okay because like, you have to understand that like that person's going to be where they are. And so any of these experiences, it leads you into deeper places, deeper places of compassion to really just being able to honor them for where they are um, without having to like take it too personally. And then like the big shift for me was um, this idea of like the mantra of being able to say, thank you for helping me. And so um, rather than like, you know, breaking up with someone and being like having that, you know, resentment or something like that. Um, literally, and this is a dialogue that you can have with yourself, you may not even get a chance to have it with them. Uh, but like, you literally create that dialogue within you. And you're just like, thank you for helping me. Thank you for like putting me into this place of deep pain so that I can feel this part of myself know where I need to bring more self love into my life. And to be able to learn more about my own flexibility and resilience into my own like inner strengths, that is going to help me learn more about myself is going to help me know what I value in a relationship so that I can manifest it within my next relationship. And so um, it's also tied in with this idea of knowing that when like, there's always something ahead of us that that is like, just waiting for us to to be able to show up for it. So um, again, you know, it might not be exactly what you thought was going to happen. But then imagine how much um, you would be able to shift your understanding if like, say you got out of a heartbreak or you went through a breakup and stuff and, you know, you're kind of in that mode where you're just like, oh, like that was going to be the one or that was so good or there will never be anything just as good as that again. And, and this is something that, you know, this is a human experience. We all feel this. But imagine if someone came up to you and, and was like, hey, like I guarantee you 100 percent that there is like another awesome relationship or whatever it is that you're looking for that is coming your way. And that means that like you have between now and then to just kind of like keep working on yourself in the best way possible. And knowing that like there literally is like a party for you that's coming your way. So what happens if you can feel that party in the present moment and begin celebrating it now? And so part of what happens out of a breakup is that you begin to rebuild yourself and you begin to realize the importance of being able to um, raise your own vibration. Um, So in order to be able to like find that next partnership, if that's what you're looking for in due time, um, without trying to like skip the step of working on yourself first, uh, it's important to be able to, um, you know, you're not going to find that next relationship by like going out clubbing or by like going looking for it and stuff like that. I mean, you can do that. Not to say it wouldn't work, but like it might not be exactly what you want or it might be like a repeating pattern. But in really to get kind of like that next soul partnership, that happens when your vibrational state matches the vibrational state of that experience. So you literally have to, so like, like if you want that next partner in your life or, or the partner that you're looking for next, you can literally just stay at home and like work on yourself. And then, yeah, maybe, you know, put yourself out there now and then, but like, you don't have to go like looking for it in a sense. Um, So it's kind of this idea of like, 
tapping into a deeper sense of wisdom and faith and faith, not necessarily a religious sense, but faith in, in an understanding that like everything is here to help us. There's still like awesome stuff coming your way. Relax, work on yourself in the meantime. And, and when you can do this, um, it really helps shift your perspective. And so like that's kind of been this ongoing thing for me um, through through my own healing process is really taking the space for myself and constantly shifting my perspective and like being able to catch myself when I'm kind of like playing into kind of like this victim mentality um, and then switching it into victor mode um, and, and and really being able to realize that empowerment is a choice within any moment. So it's just like, oh, you can feel disempowered because you're crushed, but it's like, or you can feel empowered because you have the opportunity to like rise up through it. And so for me, one of the big things for my own healing experience, um, and, and fortunate to say that, you know, like I've, I've been quite proud of, um, of my, uh, of the choices that I've made following this experience. And, and because of it, like now, you know, like, instead of like, like, you know, the person, instead of us, like, like, you know, sometimes when you like break up with a partner or whatever, you can get into that space. Um, where, you know, you just like, you, you can't see him out in public or you just can't be friends with them type thing. Um, whereas fortunately, like I've, I've manifested a path where it's like, yeah, okay, we can still be friends and acquaintances. It's possible. But what made that possible was me doing the inner work um, and, and, and me kind of like creating that intention. And the big thing for me um, that was like a huge part of my healing that like really made me feel like a rock star. And I still do feel like a rock star um, mm. is uh, going out like one night. And I was like, it was like after a shift meeting and I went out to like ecstatic dance on my own and I just like sat there and meditated. And then there was like uh, an event at like a, like a club type thing. And, um, and I knew there was a possibility of, uh, of like my ex being there and, and things like that. And, and so I really had to check in with myself. I'm like, okay, like, why am I going to this event? Like, am I going there because I like, quote unquote, like want to run into her? Like, do I want to talk to her or stuff like that? Do I like, and, and I think an old part of me probably would have come off in, in a sense where it was like, oh, I was like wounded and you know, like, oh, maybe I might get a chance to talk to her or something like that. But then I was just like, no, like I'm going there. Because there is a gift for me in the experience of showing up in my own empowerment. And, and maybe they'll be there. Like, maybe they won't be there. And so um, when I went there, like, I literally went there on my own. And I just started dancing on my own. And I was just, like, literally dancing in my own empowerment. And then, like, what actually ended up happening is that, like, the person ended up showing up. And they were, like, with, like, their new partner. And so, like, this was, like, something that even in that moment, it was a little bit unexpected for me, but I was actually able to like go up to them and like say hi to both of them. Cause I, cause I know both of them. And I was actually able to like experience, like I was actually able to like dance with both of them. And then like the three of us like spent the evening dancing together. And then, you know, like at times I would kind of like, I'd be dancing with them and then I would like give them their space and everything. And, and it was like really empowering for, for me to be able to do that in a way that like felt good within my heart. And then at the end of the night, um, I had the opportunity to kind of just like before I said goodnight to them. And I literally said that I was just like, you know, it's just like I just want to say that, like, I appreciate both of you guys as friends. And I just want to say, like, thank you for helping me. And and when I did that, um, my ex, uh, you like I, I 
like her eyes like kind of like started to tear up um and i didn't really stick around for too too long after that but i could tell like it was almost like something with that like it was kind of like unexpected and it, and it kind of like and, and it meant something to both of us and and just even in that moment just like literally saying that like thank you for helping me um like was just like this this immense amount of healing that took place like in that single moment um and again it was like healing for me because it was kind of like it was like, and, and I literally said to them, and you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm saying this for my own self, but you know, I'm also like putting this out there as a gift for you guys to receive. But like, I give you guys like my blessings and, you know, and I just like, I care about you guys. And, and, you know, and that was it. That's really all I had to say type thing. And, um, and, and it was really empowering and that in itself, like allowed me to, uh, continue to move forward. Um, and now not to say like, you know, like even just because I've done that, like that the work is entirely done. Like I believe me, like because because like, uh, again, like being very like as a cancer, we're very like emotionally oriented. So a lot of my lessons are through emotions um, and not to say that like, oh, I care about things more than other people. We all care about things deeply. But um, yeah, even for me now, like I'm still. I still have feelings. I still have feelings for this person. I still like wake up feeling certain things. I still wake up kind of feelings like, you know, like that little bit of like that struggle and stuff like that. Um, but it's different. I've been able to shift it and I'm becoming aware of it and I'm being gentle with myself. And again, I'm really like putting forth the intention of just like working on myself and allowing, you know, any of those times when you like feel that hurt or whatever that's like the universe telling you like that's where you need to love yourself more like that's where you need to send more love like wherever you're hurting send more love there mm. um so it's really um been a powerful transformational experience for me and and one that again you know i'm quite proud in terms of like how i've been able to um <clears throat> graduate through through this experience and 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 for me especially as someone who uh you know positions himself in a place of leadership within a conscious community i can understand exactly like why my soul like put myself through this experience because um yeah I had, i've had heart heartaches before um this one was like super potent for me at least mm. and and i know that like in me being able to experience that and also be able to experience how to heal through that um, it's allowing me to be able to show up as a better leader and also to be of assistance for other people who are going through their own versions of heartbreak. And that's actually something where like, because I was going through my own uh, experiences and, and everything, I've actually been able to help um, a good handful of people within the last few weeks who who have like been going through their own heartaches. And, and I just kind of like sat down and I, you know, just like online and I just spent some time talking with them and, and literally like helped shift their perspectives in the same way that I was able to like shift my own perspective. So it was kind of like, there's, there's methods and techniques that, that can be taken place when it comes to healing our heart. Um, and so, uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to be able to share that, uh, again, you know, for me, like the lessons, um, that I've been going through have been like these huge lessons of letting go um, and also being able to experience like the medicine of pain and, and out of that being able to like radically transform myself while getting ready for like what's still ahead. And, and again, you know, like out of this, it's allowing me to show up as like a better individual, as a better leader within the community. And um, yeah, and, and in that sense, I'm grateful for it. Um, even like with the relationship, like if I find myself like thinking about it and stuff, I just make sure that I kind of like program into my thought process that like, 
I'm grateful that it happened, you know, like I'm just grateful for the experience opposed to being like, oh, I wish it could have went on longer type thing. I'm just like, I'm just grateful it happened. I'm just grateful it happened. And and knowing that it lasted only as long as it was meant to. And knowing that like I showed up, I showed up good within the relationship. I showed up as best as I could within the relationship. And again, knowing that like everything happened exactly how it was supposed to. So there's no point in kind of like beating myself up over it. Um, there's no point in saying like, oh, what if, what if, what if um, everything unfolded exactly as it needed to. And now again, you know, it's kind of like from from a distance, I can still have um, compassion for this person and just be like encouraging them, uh, you know, just being like grateful that like, both of us got growth out of this experience and they're on their they're on their own path and I'm on my own path and that's awesome and we're two humans and we're both growing and and really just kind of like having that having that compassion and and really um checking in with myself and 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 again just like if there if there was any resentment uh, I would be able to just like shift my perspective on that so um you know i think this is like kind of uh, again you know i pass on this story because i i know a lot of us are kind of going through our own heartbreaks uh in certain ways and maybe even people who are experiencing it like right now as they're listening to this and stuff but passing on that idea of um the mantra of like thank you for helping me you know like create that dialogue within your mind that you can give to that person um, and maybe you'll get to say it to them, maybe you won't. But then again, and, and again, you know, just realizing that like, there's nothing you need from them. You don't need an apology. You don't need validation from them. There's nothing you actually need from them. Um, and, and and when you realize that, again, it brings it back to your own empowerment. Like you don't need their validation. You already are like a badass in, in yourself. And so um, bringing it, it all comes back to self-love. Like it really all comes back to self-love. Like it's easy. It's easy to love someone else, um, you know, within a relative context. It's hard to love yourself oftentimes. Mm-hmm but it's important and that's like the most important thing that we need to do at the end of the day is to be able to love ourselves so if we're like constantly like jumping from like one external validation or one external distraction from another um eventually the universe is just going to be like hey you know it's going to put us in a scenario where it's going to force us to love ourselves and and so um i'm grateful that this experience has allowed me to be able to to um to experience what it was like to heal, to heal myself through this process. And, and you know, when you're healed, when you're kind of like in those situations where previously it might like, kind of like give you like this, like anxiety feeling in your chest. Um, and, and it's not there anymore. And, and so, and, and cause again, you know, like within the first week that it happened, it was a visceral sensation. Like it was literally in my body. Like I, I couldn't sleep at night. I was like, you know, it was just like heavy sweating at night and stuff like that. It was just like, and the mind loops and everything. But once I did the work, And I really did the work like that was the hard part. And then, you know, went through this process of like forgiving, forgiving myself, thanking them and just like shifting my perspectives on that. That sensation went away. And and that for me meant that like, yeah, my heart had healed in, in that sense. And not to say it's like, you know, the healing continues. And again, there will still be feelings, but um, it's definitely been like a very powerful shift 
uh, for me that has taught me a lot more uh, about like the process of being able to heal the heart, the process of deeper compassion, the power of shifting perspectives, the power of um, faith and knowing that like there is like awesome stuff still ahead of you. And so for me, like, like, I don't, I don't know what the future holds for me, but I know that like, all I have to do is work on myself and love myself and everything that I need will arrive to me when the time is right. And I have to be willing to accept that, you know, like maybe I'll be single for a while. I don't know. I really don't know. But I almost have to like anticipate that it's a possibility. Get comfortable with that and then just keep working on myself. And and when I kind of like am ready and, and, and that vibrational state is matched, then like that next partner will arrive. And, and that's kind of like the beauty of it. So you know call it law of attraction or whatever but call it a life hack but um yeah you know there's tricks to manifesting a a partner or whatever it is you know it could be a job it could be like a house it could be a material object or whatever but um you know vibrational frequencies attract to to one another so um it really does take a lot of self-care self-love and and in some ways you know also just being able to have like a bit of coaching and, and, uh, you know, other people helping remind you and everything like that. So, uh, just putting it out there, you know, if anybody's like listening to this broadcast and maybe they want to like talk to me some more, or even like do some like one-on-one like discussion and coaching and stuff like that, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I'd be more than happy to, to hold your space, uh, for that because I, I know it's important and, and I want to be able to see more people being able to heal themselves. And then in turn, being able to share this, uh, medicine with, with other people. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, with the full moon coming up, uh, yeah, let it learning to let go and, and really being able to like find, uh, you know, like gratitude for, for all the experiences that we go through for the highs and the lows, um, because that is exactly what we need in order to be able to grow into our full potential within this reality. So, um, again, you know, consciousness didn't like, the, the purpose of the universe isn't just to make you happy. The purpose of the universe is to expand your consciousness in, in that sense. So uh, it takes the full spectrum in order to be able to really get the most, uh, get the most medicine that we need, that we need out of this experience. So, so anyways, that's, that's pretty much uh, what I wanted to share on that front. So I guess I said that all. So <clears throat> I guess I still did have energy for that, but yeah, no, I wanted <laughs> to be able to share that. Um, sweet. Okay. Um, yeah, let's uh, because we only got like a couple people left in the broadcast right now, and I know we got like four people on Facebook, three people in YouTube, and everything. And shout out to those of you who've been watching, uh, as well, and those of you who might be listening into the future. Uh, as always, please feel free to leave any comments, let us know that you tuned into the broadcast. We're gonna do a tarot card reading and then we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, it's just me and 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 Derek in the hangout right now, actually. So, um, it's like well like 6 30 or six quarter after six for him right now yeah and uh we're just gonna do one tarot card and then we're just gonna do like a couple breaths to end off the broadcast and and then we'll close it off there and so as i'm shuffling the tarot deck uh again just huge shout out and a thank you and a remind uh, a thank you to all the team patreon supporters again what makes these broadcasts possible is the support through the community through the team patreon and that is through monthly micro donations of your choosing and in return you get your shifter booster kit which also comes with your light guardian crystals and 
Yeah, I'll just spin a light guarding crystal around real quick. So those of you, you guys have probably seen these plenty of times. But again, a uh, huge thank you to the team, Patreon supporters, for being able to help support the ongoing free content that we're creating for the community. You can check out more at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Colson and uh, add your support when you're able to. And uh, there is still a lot more to to a lot more work to do, to be done and a lot more uh, awesome inspiration to be shared. So with that said, we're going to do a quick tarot card reading. So this is from the Ananda tarot deck. And like I said, we're going to do this. I'm going to read it from the book and then we're going to uh, do a short, short closing meditation and then we're going to go to sleep. So this tarot card reading is um, an opportunity for the universe to be able to communicate to us through the language of symbols. And uh, usually how this works is that it's often a card that is kind of reflecting the collective lessons that we are going through. So just kind of... <sighs> bringing in this energy bringing in this opportunity trusting in this moment and really just trusting in the process of how things are unfolding and using our will to be able to show up with as much presence and as much gratitude as we can within any moment so you are doing you are doing great you are doing wonderful and continue to keep challenging yourself as you continue to learn and grow so Pulling the card now. Oh, great universe. Show us what we need to see. All right. So today's card is cool. Okay. Today's card is the King of Cups. So I'll show it to you. I think it's got like, it's actually like, a, I think it's like a picture of like Jesus on there or something like that. Huh. JC. <laughs> um, let me just see. I'm just going to find that real quick. Princess of Cups, Queen of Cups, King of Cups. Here we go. All right. So listen closely and uh, you can even kind of begin your meditation now if you want. King of Cups, the image. From the watery color of a fleeting implied countryside that seems to disappear in the distance, a barely perce perceptible figure appears in the sky projecting light in his heart. Meaning, in the connection of the air element with the water element, the permeating clarity of thought unites with the form-giving abilities of the psyche. From, similar to the Queen of Swords, however, the King of Cups represents a male aspect of the water element. With the power of fantasy, artistic expression, and soul quality unfold from a developed individual who is in the position to create his life freely, the King of Cups describes a sensitive individual who has the capability for extrasensory perception. Without leaving the level of sensitive perception, he also has the gift of being able to soberly differentiate. This card describes a nature that unites mental clarity in connection with deep sensitivity, compassion, and soul strength. So I'll just read that part again. This card describes a nature that unites mental clarity in connection with deep sensitivity, compassion, and soul strength. The King of Cups indicates an intuitive grasp of that which escapes rational understanding. Through the development of soul powers, transcendental experiences are possible. On this level of sensitivity, the inner connection of all living things is realized and can bring about a process of soul and spiritual awakening astrological significance mercury neptune pisces water and air elements keywords compassion inspiration transcendence empathy artistic expression perceptivity intuitive grasp mediumistic abilities aesthetic sensitivity selfless love traditional meaning 
wise insight, recognition, variety of ideas, emotional world, extrasensory perception, dream world, spiritual consciousness, deep faith. Um, yeah, so I think this actually does kind of relate to uh, what I was just summarizing uh, through through some of uh, the lessons that I was talking about just there. Um, of uh, Again, being able to uh, use like mental rationality to be able to understand how everything is happening within divine order and how that in itself leads us into deep compassion. So understanding that like all the souls that, that are doing their things like are experiencing them because like that's the best thing for them to be able to experience. So it's being able to like let go of judgment and really just having like deep compassion and honoring the fact that like every person is exactly where they need to be in order to get to where they are going. So it's about tapping into like that deeper wisdom. And as it says here, deep faith, uh, faith, not in a necessarily religious sense, but faith more in the sense of like knowing that like things are unfolding uh, for reasons, for purposes. And um, yeah, within that, just being able to navigate it uh, with a degree of sensitivity, intuition and awareness. So, yeah, I would say that that is a very powerful card to to be able to remind us of being able to um, meet our emotions with our uh, wisdom in terms of just like an understanding of how things are unfolding from that higher plane. So, so to speak. So anyway, so that's the King of Cups right there. Um, one last thing that I will say, and then I'm just going to open this up to Derek if he just wants to say anything else. And then we'll just do a closing meditation real quick. Um, but again, you know, it's this idea and this is like a really powerful idea. You know, we talk about the concept of light workers and everything. Um, if you're here on earth, you are a light worker, whatever it is that you're experiencing right now is because it needs to be healed within the collective. So any pain that you're experiencing is because it needs to be healed within the collective. So if you're experiencing heartache, if you're experiencing grief, if you're experiencing a lack of self-love, you're experiencing that. And you going through that is actually you doing the light work for the collective. Like there's, there's, it's impossible for anyone not to be a light worker in, in that sense. So I think that's actually just kind of like a very powerful idea to be reminded that like by working on ourselves, by working on our own transformation, our own like alchemy, our own transmutation is actually us doing the light work because we are healing uh, like the wounds and, and what needs to be worked on within that collective plane. Um, so again, I just like honor and thank everyone for, for doing their own inner work because that is so, so, so important. And that's like how we shift the paradigms by all of us like stepping into that inner work and, and being able to have like the guidance and wisdom. Uh, to be able to like do it with a deeper sense of faith and understanding and also courage and encouragement so that we can continue to pass that on to others because it's easy it's easy to get it's easy to get lost it's easy to get lost within like the pain and the suffering and the maya and so sometimes we need to be beacons uh, for others to be like hey you know like this is a ride and and there's deeper wisdom here that's going to help guide you through it um so like it's important to be able to like use that wisdom to help inspire hope within each other. So my intention is that like through a bit of my own experiences that it, it passes on into more people in the form of hope. Uh, just again, going back to those simple ideas of like knowing that everything is happening 
uh, for you. Everything is here to help you. And, and, the, and the pain of things is helping you uh, being able to understand like not only the process of how to heal, but also the process of learning like how strong you are and how flexible you are and pointing you more in the direction of what it is that is going to be um, continuously serving you uh, within your future path. So cool. All right. Um, Jai, I'm just going to open up the microphone if there's anything else that you just want to add, and then we'll just end with a quick uh, micro meditation and then we'll end the broadcast. So uh, Jaya, Derek, is there anything you yes. want to add? Go, go ahead, man. Yes, uh, first of all, I would like to express uh, my gratitude for sharing this wonderful, um, yeah, it's, it's for me, I'm, I also really resonate with this, uh, that it's like uh, the parts of us that are still missing awareness, that we have each other to mirror, to mirror, to see where it's still missing, to bring awareness there, there where it's needed. And, uh, and it's like, like still that space that's still, it's like the empty spots or the dark spots or the blind spots or how you want to call it. And that it's like, uh, through the reflection, like when we find a match, a vibrational match, there's a reflection and through this with, and whatever, uh, that need that we need to go through that it's just to, to, uh, reflect to make visible those blind spots so they can get uh, cleansed, they get, uh, they get washed, so to say, and we wash them by letting our emotions, it's like flowing through. It's like the water, you know, emotion is like water. And when we, when we allow it to flow through, it simply washes out those, those spots so it's to purify. So, yeah, so, uh, I'm very fortunate to be, uh, you know, in that space that you're sh really sharing uh, a very, like this deep inner process that we all go through. And it's like really putting it down, really uh, mapping it out, so to say, for all of us, uh, because we all have this experience, but sometimes we're missing the clarity. To, to know like what's the purpose you know why is this happening uh what's the it's it's like uh seeing it from a broader perspective so to say to know that uh, everything happens for our own benefit that's the cognition to have it all happens for our own benefit and so thank you so much for sharing this and uh yeah it's it also really uh, i feel it also really shifted my space. So yeah, thank you for that. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you as well, Jay. Cool. All right. Well, let's, um, let's, let's bring this uh, circle to a close as we uh, spiral on to the next adventures by just doing a short, simple breath meditation. So uh, in this moment, like literally just super short, cause I'm, I'm ready to head to sleep. But let's just close our eyes, relax, and just invite you to put your hands on your chest, on your heart. Just take this moment to just really connect with all it is that you are, all it is that you've been going through, all it is that you have yet to experience. And just really creating this space to be able to have gratitude for your path and how it in itself is helping you expand 
is helping you grow, is helping you evolve in all the ways that your soul truly does desire and want. So remember, there's what the ego wants, and then there's what the soul wants. And sometimes those can seem like they are conflicting, but that in itself is a part of the medicine to be able to learn how to let go, learn how to shift our relationship with our egos and being able to step back to be able to understand the wisdom of why the soul does want what it wants. And it wants it because it truly does love you. It truly does care for you and it wants what's best for you. So everything that comes our way is helping us align to that, which is continuously going to serve us in higher in more aligned ways. So showing up and meeting the universe halfway is how we honor that by loving ourselves is how we honor that. So let's take these moments here connecting with our breath and we'll just stay here just for about three or four gentle inhales as you connect with your heart and just be present in your own moment of oneness. Go ahead. Just one or two deep, gentle breaths. Awesome. And when you're ready, you can slowly just bring your awareness back to the space around you. So again, just honoring yourself, hold space for yourself, hold space for the team, hold space for the collective. As you expand, we expand. So, all right. Oh, got a little spine tingles on that one. <laughs> all right. Mission accomplished once again, team. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being a part of this bigger ongoing story. As always, the journey continues with the love that you share. Go out there, help create paradigm shift communities, help plant seeds, help help shift the paradigms. Go give free hugs, create your own conscious media through the main website, create a profile on the website if you haven't yet. Explore more at paradigmshiftcentral.com. If you're watching this video on YouTube, please feel free to give it a like. And uh, you can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash skull Babylon. And you can find me at facebook.com forward slash skull Babylon. And you can also find the MP3s on the main website. And you can also find them on iTunes under the podcast under Paradigm Shift Radio. And you can check out all of the past broadcasts as well. And of course, you can support what we are doing on the team Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Colton. So thank you so much, everyone, for being a part of this. And Derek, I'm just going to pull up your microphone and we'll just say uh, good night, good morning, and until next time so good night everyone oh and happy full moon by the time this is full moon so (laughs) all right thank you again and as always keep it shifty and we will see you guys in the future peace and wholeness much love